1: to whining crime the podcast where three friends chug wine chat true crime and unleash their worst minnesotan accents yeah
2: yeah. (laughs) big time oh yeah big time grande (sighs) (laughs) tempo i finally finished the how to talk minnesotan pbs video i've seen it before you watched I, the whole thing again. I revisited it. It's like 30 minutes long. Mm-hmm. It's so good, it's though. It's so accurate. It really is. I mm-hmm. love it. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. Anyone, it's like TPTV How to Talk Minnesotan. Mm-hmm. It's on YouTube. Book. There's a love. book. The, the video, it's like made in the early 90s ish. It's just, it, just, it encapsulates just, everything. Mm. It's a warm hug.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah. If you're ever feeling blue. If you're ever missing your extended Minnesotan family, for Mm -hmm. real, it's all you need. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. All right. Well, it's too hot where I am to deal with more banter. Let's get right to it. Who are you where you're from? (laughs) I'm Kenyon, and I'm overheating. Mm. I'm Lucy, and I am also overheating. I'm Amanda, and I am (coughs) choking on pubes.
0: Recovering <laughs> still from COVID, choking <laughs> on, on pubes, choking on pubes, but doing great. Sucking on chili dogs, choking on pubes. Sucking on chili
1: dogs <laughs> and choking on some pubes. Yeah, 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 yeah,
2: yeah,
1: Our two favorite summer dishes. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> oh. Okay, moving mm. on. We extra have extra pubes on my chili dog. We have a very special fan pick this week, brought to you by Alyssa (laughs) Grogan. Ooh, Seth Grogan's distant cousin. (laughs) Yes, very distant. (laughs) Oh,
0: my God.
1: Grandma Rogan. Grogan. Grogan. (laughs) So Alyssa has selected the topic of floral fatalities. Mm -hmm. We love Mm -hmm. a good alliteration. Yep. And Alyssa says, quote, I started listening back in 2019 when I started my artificial flower business. Oh, my gosh. You're like a florist. It's called the Rogue Petal.
2: Oh, cute. Cute. Mm -hmm.
1: I spent so many nights or literal all-nighters flowering, trying Mm. to figure out my business and craft and powered through all your episodes. My business is primarily faux plus dried wedding flowers. Ooh. And then in parentheses, sustainable, reuse, recycle, <laughs> <laughs> and art pieces. So roguepedalco.com.
2: Check it out. I, gotta
0: say, I might need to reach out to you for next year. I yeah. did look at
2: Alyssa's website, and there are some really cute, like, fern wall hangings. There's, like, home mm. decor stuff. I like yeah. that. Might want to give it a little peek. There's some real cute stuff on there.
1: Amanda's already navigating there. Yeah. I can she see. peeking. She peeking. <laughs> <I'm like, laughs>
0: Aren't they cute? Go, I, first of all, this website is, is beautiful. Yep. Dried
1: flowers are really, really pretty. Yeah. And, and even like well done faux flowers are very pretty. Like I have a faux orchid in my bedroom mm-hmm. because I always keep the curtains like drawn tight. So there's no light in there. Mm, yeah. Yep. Oh, yeah. That's the way. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, I got fa-
2: I got some fake flowers. They're not even, they don't even look that good, mm-hmm. but just as like an accent pop in the corner.
0: Yeah. I mean, they're, look-
2: they're from like Michael's or whatever. I'm sure Alyssa's are way better than what like I have. Like these wedding it, photos, you nice. cannot tell
0: that these aren't real.
2: Oh yeah. Like, they look fantastic. All. So yeah, Rogue, uh-huh. Petal co, Rogue Petal and co, roguepetalco.com. And then you can com. reuse them for your next wedding. I know, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. Or All just right. like around the house. I might uh, I might look into this. Oh, these yeah. are freaking cool. I got to <gasps> say, too, uh, I have some fresh flowers. I don't know if you guys can see them in my camera. Mm-hmm. Hopefully the, the folks uh, donating at $5 a month and up on Patreon can mm-hmm. see them on the video. But oh my God, they're the nice sunflowers. Look Mm -hmm. at this gorgeous bouquet. Oh, that is stunning. Where where are those all from? I got these from Whole Foods. All their flowers were on sale. And every once in a while, I just like to get a bouquet just for myself to have at home. Yes,
0: yes. And we'll kind of
2: discuss some of the reasons, some of the benefits in my segment.
1: Oh, okay. My favorite birthday gift that Zach got me last year, and I have requested... A repeat for this year is a subscription to Books.com. <gasps> is, this is not paid. I wish they were paying us. I want
2: monthly bouquets. But it's
1: B O U Q S.com. And you don't like pick what kind of flowers you want. They just send you a bouquet every month mm-hmm. or every two weeks. I think you can pick. Mm-hmm. And they're, I've been so impressed. Like they're such good quality. They mm-hmm. last forever. Usually I have my. One like still going when the next one arrives. So like I have like two vases in my house full of flowers like all the time. They stagger. I love. It's great.
2: I want to do that. I want to do that too. Yeah, and they're shipped well.
1: Like they arrive great. They they arrive great. And I tried other like floral delivery subscription things, and I always had issues, and I would have to like call customer service, and then I've never had an issue. With boobs.
2: Like, they're just really good. Again, cool. not a paid sponsor. Not She paid. just likes it. I and just now really I'm like gonna it. I'm going to sign up for that, too. All right. I love yeah. that.
1: Okay. So, anyway, there you go. Flowers. Perfect. Amanda, what is our wine crime pairing for floral fatalities? Maybe something with some floral notes? I oh. certainly hope so. I have this wine
0: in hand, but I am once again not drinking it because I am this Close, And if you're watching at home, I'm making a little pinching
2: mm-hmm.
0: sign with About my hands. three quarters of an inch. Yep. Mm-hmm. To being like fully out of my COVID symptoms. And I just want to give myself a little bit more time mm-hmm. without alcohol. I did take mm-hmm. a gummy. Mm-hmm. My, herbal, my herbal remedies are kicking in. <laughs> but I just was not quite ready to drink. But I had already gotten this pairing for this episode. So I still wanted to like show it off and feature it. This is from our friends over at Wink Wine Club. And if you are not familiar with Wink, Wink Wine Club, Wink 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 club. <laughs> they're an online wine club that, much like Books, delivers wine <laughs> to your door. Books. Books. Monthly, Boox. if you like. And they are amazing. If you check them out, I do highly recommend becoming a member because then you get mm-hmm. member pricing. And if you forget to order, Wine, they'll, like, make curate a little box for you and just send it so that you don't Mm -hmm. even have to, like, think about it. You can kind of do a set it and forget it with Wink Wine Club because they get to know what you like. They get to know your preferences. And then you get this amazing surprise every month of, like, these amazing wines that you probably wouldn't have chosen for yourself. Or you can just peruse their incredible and ever-changing inventory and pick out fun new wines every time or you can skip your box if you're going to be out of town like it's the easiest Mm -hmm. most user-friendly wine delivery service ever it's incredible and the
1: wine doesn't go bad no no i have a whole cabinet yeah, you pulled. can build up your supply. Mm-hmm.
0: Now I am never without a gift at a family function, a birthday party, a anything. A cocktail
1: party. Yep.
0: I can easily just be like, oh, I'm going to grab this great bottle that I haven't paired with an episode. And there you go. Yep. You never have to worry about it again. It's amazing. Yep. So if it is your first time ordering from Wink, you should use the link. Trywink.com forward slash gals. That's T-R-Y-W-I-N-C.com forward slash gals. You'll get 20 bucks off your first box. Uh and if you put four or more bottles in your like cart, they take care of the shipping. It's amazing. You will love it. So they have this fabulous wine that I've had before. I don't know if I've featured this one on the show though. It is the Rosa Obscura Yeah. White Blend. This is out of California. It's the 2020 white blend.
1: That's For the viewers beautiful.
0: at home, it's yeah, it's got a gorgeous mm-hmm. kind of like blue hued rose, you know, Situ- image
1: situation, situation, situation on
0: the front. It's really, really beautiful. It's a nice, simple, classic bottle. Uh, and here's what they have to say about the Rosa Obscura. Inspired by the deep swirling bloom of a dark rose. This blended white subverts its muse by offering delicate notes of honeysuckle, apple, and citrus contrasted with luxurious texture and lingering fruit flavors. Just
1: sounds like the salad I just ate. Yeah. Yum like a watermelon <laughs> salad with like hibiscus. It had strawberries and walnuts and apple.
0: Okay, that sounds really good. Mm. I made my rabbits a really good salad today with fresh carrots, fresh cabbage, and cauliflower, and they I could hear them through my headphones <laughs> <laughs> just luxuriating in their hutch. <laughs> <laughs> this is a 13.5% ABV, and I don't know exactly what varietal is in here because uh, it's a California white blend. We've talked about this before. They actually don't have to make that distinction Um, But given that it's coming out of California and the shape of the bottle, I would assume it's probably primarily Pinot Grigio or Sauve Blanc. Mm. So, yeah, it's a popper. But again, I'm not going to pop it. I'm going to let this gummy do its job. I'm going to let this COVID finish working its way out without Mm -hmm. being inhibited by alcohol. And uh, head to Wink, trywink.com forward slash gals and get yourself a gorgeous, beautiful bottle. And I'm going to save it. That's a good bottle. I've ordered that one a lot. It's really Mm -hmm. good. It's just like such an easy, you could drink it all year. It's like a great white wine with really any food. It makes a great Mm -hmm. gift. Like it's just a super versatile, easy Mm -hmm. wine. And a lot of people will like it. Like with Chardonnays and things like that, it can be kind of hit or miss whether or not someone's actually going to like it. With a nice, crisp, like blend, easy white blend, it's going to be a crowd pleaser. You can't Mm -hmm. mess that up. Mm -hmm.
1: So yeah, that's what I got for you. I'm drinking room temp water
2: out of a dirty glass. Yum. I love a room temperature water, I gotta say. <laughs> yep.
1: So Doesn't get you in the that molars. was left
2: up here from the last time we recorded.
1: Yep, <laughs> yep. it was it was actually on Zach's nightstand, so God it's knows fine. when the last time it was cleaned. That is it's a all dirty
2: fucking glass.
1: Yep. yep. It's roll cloudy. I, I did not want to go downstairs only to go back upstairs. So. I get it.
0: It'll ruin your blood pressure. Yeah. You guys it need a dumb Literally, your life depends on not going up and down the stairs right the now. The life of you
1: and your child. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So whatever. I'll drink some of
2: my husband's germs, whatever. You need to get it.
0: like a Sherpa for your house.
2: Yeah, that'd be great. As yeah. soon as you get married, it's the same germs. That's how families work. Right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah,
0: I think so. I'm not even no married avoiding yet. Avoiding I think it. it's the same germs. Yeah, no Although avoiding. Bill didn't get COVID, even though I spent my first like three nights of symptoms basically coughing directly Zach never into his got mouth. it either
2: when I had it. I never yeah. got it when Corey had it. That's Sucked so It makes no sense. And yeah. we
0: were already in New Jersey, so it's not like he could sleep in another room. Like we had to stay in that yeah. room. So he was in bed with me.
1: The whole time. that's that's even more wild. Zach and I at least once I got my positive test, he slept in a
2: different no, room. No, he
0: just quarantined with me in that room, assuming yeah. that he'd been exposed to get it. it.
2: Yeah, and never got it. We, never got it. I think I think I slept separately from Corey, but we like watched movies in the same, house. In the yeah. same room yeah. together. It's still kind of wild,
0: but yeah, yeah, Bill like basically walked into the COVID den and walked out
1: unscathed. Amazing. Mm-hmm. He's like his- that. The or of luxurious whatever.
2: hair kept him safe. Probably. Like, Samson. He, <laughs> has he ever had COVID? Nope. Not that we know of. Oh, he and I are in the same... Ba-
0: I know. Mm-hmm. You're part of a
2: very rare... Uh, Rapid, rapidly shrinking club. Rapidly shrinking club. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Wear so your masks, people. Mm-hmm. I wear okay. mask, people. Okay, hmm Lucy,
1: what is our background and maybe psych for floral
2: fatalities? So I actually do have psych for us this week, which yes. is bizarre. I'm so excited. Okay, right. so bear with me. It starts out a little slow, but I think I think things pick up a little bit. But I didn't want to fail our fan picker by not talking about florists. Right. Mm-hmm. So a yes. florist.
0: Because to be clear, that's kind of like what they had wanted, right? Yes. Right. Okay.
2: Yes. I think they wanted killer florists. Right. But that was a bit a specific.
0: A bit niche. So...
1: So Mine I, involves ordering, per, like purchasing and delivering flowers. Okay, that's okay. totally within the yeah. the boundary. And
0: you did yeah. the fan pick case, right?
1: Yeah, I think I did. I think you did. Yeah, sure. Yeah. I did, I did a case.
0: Well. I know yours was listed in their email because I went to okay. their email. They gave all their suggestions. Then yes. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I went to their email to look. I didn't go with any of their suggestions. Oh. I really saw Rogue that. Petal
2: over Rogue here. Rogue Petal <gasps> over, over here. Petal. Yeah. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. So a florist is a person who arranges fresh dried and silk flowers and greenery for decorative displays and special events such as funerals hmm oh, And weddings and all that stuff. Yeah. I want to – I've always wanted to be – I've always wanted to work in a floral shop. Mm-hmm. Like, since we went and bought, like, our boutonnieres and our corsages from that cute little flower store in downtown in Excelsior. Excelsior. Mm-hmm. It always smelled so good. It was kind of dark in there. There were always, like, like low lighting, kind of like, twinkle light. Like, no yeah. overhead lighting, of course. There was, like, the yeah. light from the cooler. There was, like, candles. It just seems a little so bit chaotic, calming. but also calm. Mm-hmm. Oh, it smelled incredible. There's lots mm-hmm. of like craft supplies. Yeah. 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 Lots of like jute. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. So this is from the Florist Guide. Quote Florists create and design floral arrangements as bouquets, centerpieces, corsages, wreaths, and other arrangements. They clean, process, cut, and arrange flowers, either live or dried and other greenery and accessories either according to set layouts or as their own original designs they also do a lot of sweeping up <laughs> it's yep. not all it's not all arranging flowers there's like a, a whole shitload of front edge front end shit and then the cleaning yeah. up and yep. then just like running a business yeah mm-hmm. A florist's day will also be taken up taken up with preparing quotes, taking orders, billing and invoicing, inventory, meeting with clients, sourcing flowers, and other daily business related tasks, which includes telling people what the fuck they want. Mm-hmm. So yeah. when when I got married and I met with a gal who went to college with my mom, or maybe high school, but now she like runs the high v floral department. Mm-hmm. Like I got really lucky with my flowers, wedding yeah. flowers. I was like, what do you, I, I like this color and this general shape. And she's like, how about, you know, yeah. hydrangeas? And I'm like, what yeah. the fuck is that? Yeah, <laughs> taking your taking our
0: like layman mm-hmm. vision with no terminology to indicate yeah. what the fuck we want. And, and going, you also oh, have you to go. know
1: like seasonally if right. it's going to be, it available be available or like three times the normal price. Yeah, it, is mm-hmm. it going
0: to die eight seconds after yeah. I cut it?
2: Well, right. we'll get we'll kind of get to all that, but yes, you're right. You have to be really knowledgeable about all sorts of varieties of flowers. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Many florists are self employed, working in small florist shops. Others work in flower markets, warehouses, or supermarkets. So, like if you mm-hmm. go to you know Cub or Hy-Vee or whatever, there's like a floral mm-hmm. department. That the person a working there is a florist.
1: Yeah, have really stepped up their. Flower game, I mm-hmm. think. Oh, yeah. Probably at the expense of the climate, because they're probably shipped in from, like, very far away,
2: but we'll Listen, get to it. Listen, there's no and, yes.
0: ethical consumerism under capitalism. Right. Nope. Right. It's not a it's thing. nothing we can do about it until we dismantle it. Right. hmm
2: When hired out to make arrangements for, for an event, they need to travel to a variety of places, from churches to convention centers to dance halls to funeral homes. hmm <laughs> Holidays like Valentine's Day and Mother's Day are the busiest times for florists. In the lead up to those days, you could easily expect to put in 12 to 14 hour shifts as a florist. Wow. That would be fucking
1: stressful. That'd be brutal. Yeah.
2: I mean, my mom works in the nursery section at Home Depot's and it's like mm-hmm. there's like an 8 week period every like mid to late spring to like early summer mm-hmm. where she's just like, I can't make plans. Mm-hmm. It is yeah. fucking insane. I it's can't make busy. plans. It's too busy. Yeah. And that's just for plants. That's right. like, Go- yeah, that's I mean, she's and not
0: even like arranging them yeah, specifically for Have to
2: arrive by a certain date or you're going to be, be in dead. massive trouble. Yeah. yeah. You'll yeah. lose your
0: business.
2: And I know those are two different like industries, but it's, it's a real, it's mm-hmm. a very real thing. Mm -hmm. Other occasions such as birthdays or anniversaries or events such as weddings or funerals keep florists busy the rest of the year. My
0: personal favorite, funerals.
2: (laughs) My personal favorite. (laughs) Lest we forget, funerals. Funerals. (laughs) Also (laughs) memorial services and wakes. Thank you. Mm, mm.
0: Visitations. Shiv (laughs) up.
2: Oh, yeah. Visitations. Mm -hmm. Totally different. Mm Mm-hmm. In the cooler climates of Europe and North America, more weddings happen in the warmer months, so summer can be also be quite busy depending on a florist's speciality and clientele. Mm. Mm. So the Netherlands are famous for their flower markets. I, up, when speedy. I was
1: a kid, when we went to visit family in Europe, we were in Amsterdam for a couple days and... We went to like the tulip fields mm-hmm. and also like a tulip warehouse. It's was it called incredible. the Royal Flora Holland? I don't know. I was ten years old. I have no idea. But it was yes. pretty.
2: It was pretty wild. To I see. remember. <laughs> it, <laughs> it was crazy. very cool. Well, there is a flower auction house near Amsterdam called the Royal Flora Holland, and it is responsible for importing and then re-exporting roughly forty percent. Of fresh-cut flowers from all over the world.
0: What? Not even just tulips, just fresh-cut flowers Flowers. in general?
2: Yes. Wow. Because a lot of, for example, Kenya exports a shitload of roses. Hmm. But you can't, it's really expensive and difficult to get roses from Kenya to, let's say, Minnesota. Sure. Mm -hmm. There are many more, like, lines of transportations between Kenya and the the Netherlands and then the Netherlands to the U.S. Mm Mm-hmm. So like they're just a hub mm-hmm. all over the world. Very interesting. I love that Holland has
1: like such a storied and ongoing relationship, relationship with tulips. Mm-hmm. Yeah.
2: It's <laughs> not, not just oral tulips, history, though. floral history. <laughs> floral history. Mm-hmm. Get it? Do you I get it? it? I get it. Get, I get it. Do you get it. that wordplay? Oh, also I wanted to point out I t- Deliberately my chose dress? my outfit that it's it's like something a florist would wear. I feel and so do cute. look like
1: a trendy florist.
2: It's mm-hmm. like a three quarter length sleeve duster, open mm-hmm. front. I am wearing my tozerie, which is a squirrel yes. foot on a heavy set beaded necklace. Mm-hmm. That I well, I've we know your backup tozerie. career. Yep. I I would love to be a florist. I feel mm-hmm. yeah, florist Don't.
0: and cool Don't. art teacher have similar yeah. aesthetic vibes.
2: Yeah, you mm-hmm. just do your own thing. So this is from the BBC. Keeping up with the world's demand for flowers involves an intricate and delicately balanced supply chain of workers, farmers, wholesalers, airlines, cargo ships, traders, florists, and supermarkets. Getting something as delicate as a bunch of flowers from one continent to another Mm -hmm. without them being crushed or wilting is a daunting technological feat. Yeah. So cut flowers have to be transported quickly using what's called a cold chain. This is a series of refrigerated facilities on farms, trucks, or lorries, planes, and boats, which put the flowers into a dormant state so that they stay fresh. Hmm. So they travel in refrigerators, essentially. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yep. This allows a rapid transfer from farm to shop within 24 to 48 hours if you're going by plane. Says okay. Sylvie Mamias, Secretary General of Union Fleurs, the International Flower Trade Association. Mm. All right. That said, time is critical. For every extra day spent traveling, flowers lose fifteen percent of their value. Wow.
0: So, Makes for sense.
2: vase life, which is the length of time flowers stay fresh after hashtag reaching the customer, hashtag vase life, is <laughs> Bro, then do you even vase. Is then usually twelve to fifteen days. Mm-hmm. I will say I've had this beautiful bouquet behind me. Not well, the sunflowers too, but the sunflowers aren't they were mm-hmm. on sale, I will mm-hmm. say. But sunflowers the, can
0: get can be tough. They can be tricky. Mm-hmm.
2: They're shockingly not You'd as think, adaptable as yeah, I would have thought. Yeah, you think they'd be
0: hardier once cut. They're not really. They're not. They start to wilt pretty quickly. Well mm-hmm. mine aren't wilting,
2: they're just closing. Do you right. see this? Mm-hmm. They're yeah. just like Sh- shutting, mm. they're napped. Sort of weird. They need more yeah. sun. Mm-hmm. Well, I can only give so much. But this other, this <laughs> what other, what do you want from me? <laughs> this other bouquet behind me that does have some smaller sunflowers. Mm-hmm. They're doing great. They're, they've been yeah. here for about ten days. They they look fantastic. Mm-hmm. The biggest buyers of cut flowers are the EU and the U.S., but the biggest growers and exporters are the Netherlands, Ecuador, Colombia, Kenya, as I mentioned, and Ethiopia. Cool. Mm. R- roses, carnations, and chrysanthemums are the most popular blooms.
1: mmm Carnations still clinging on.
2: Yep. Well, they're like such carnation. a popular,
1: like
0: filler flower. They're a big. Yeah. Yeah. See them flower in so many bouquets with other things. Mm-hmm.
1: Right. Mm-hmm.
2: Probably because they're very hardy. Right. And they it's last like breath long. Time. I mean, yeah. Isn't this a chrysanthemum? This pink one? I think so. I think so. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I don't fucking know. Anyway, yeah, they're a good filler flower. Mm -hmm. So as I said, shockingly, I have some psych for us, and this is from Bloom and Wild. Research has shown that having a bunch of beautiful blooms around triggers happy emotions and helps lift feelings of depression and anxiety. Mm -hmm. But why do humans react so well to flowers, you ask? Mm. Do tell. Well, for more than 5,000 years, people have been cultivating flowers for their aesthetic and medicinal purposes as well as the chemical effect that they have on us and our brains. Cool. Yeah. They were cultivating flowers
1: for, like, trade and export in fucking ancient Egypt. Yeah. And, like, just
2: for an aesthetic purpose. Yeah.
0: Yeah, not even, like, the same as medicinal plants. Yeah.
2: hmm yeah. 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 That's so cool. So, according to <laughs> Lowry <laughs> Dolph- wait.
0: Okay. <laughs> A lecturer
2: in psychological interventions at the University of Central Lancashire says that, quote, when we're stressed, we release something called cortisol, which is the stress hormone, but actually engaging with flowers, smelling flowers and being mindful with flowers can actually reduce the levels of cortisol and help you feel more relaxed. Okay. Mm-hmm. So flowers are known to stimulate several specific chemicals. I'm going to tell you about three of them. The first is dopamine. Mm-hmm. So our Ever brains heard have, of it? Ever heard of it? Our brains have grown in a world where receiving flowers is seen as a rewarding thing, and dopamine is triggered by the anticipation of a reward, so they kind of go hand in hand. Whether you're being given flowers or if you see them out in the wild starting to open up during springtime, our brains can sense that it's just like something special. It's like a reward.
0: Mm-hmm. Mm. And that like the horrible days are ending soon. Yeah, it's yeah. not winter. Relief is coming. Yeah, There
2: will be food. <laughs> and, you <know? laughs> and you'll feel the warmth <laughs> of the sun. Harvest is coming. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay, so the <sighs> second chemical is oxytocin. You may have heard this chemical being called the bonding hormone mm-hmm. or the cuddle chemical. Gross. That's because it. oxytocin creates the feeling of trust, romantic, and maternal love. Mm. This is a feeling that's hard to find and easy to lose, but flowers can help to stimulate it. Mm. Receiving flowers from someone communicates trust and effort in a relationship. And Unless this makes you're us- in my case.
0: <laughs> oh uh, yeah.
1: What? Uh-oh. When you With buy case, your last year l- 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 oh, in your- my case. Yeah. Not my yeah. case, but I the thought case you meant him covering. <laughs> so, it's like, I love Do receiving you feel
2: flowers. Blink twice if you don't feel safe at home. No, I feel gra- I feel <laughs> great at home. Zach's very good about flower giving. I know. Well, I've seen his flowers, they're amazing. <laughs> <laughs> I'm good. So, oxytocin makes us feel good, or I guess receiving flowers makes us feel good and it could release oxytocin. And then we have serotonin, which plays a major role in making us happy. Our best friend, Sarah. Mm-hmm. Good old Sarah. It's why, we can, it's why it can be found in so many antidepressant medications. Mm-hmm. This chemical isn't only released by drugs or food, though. Studies show that serotonin can be triggered by pride.
0: Oh, Sarah,
2: prideful. Sarah is a Leo. (laughs) Mm. So when you grow, buy, or send flowers, it gives your brain the sense of pride that it's looking for. Flowers can help you feel important and special. I also read elsewhere in this article that like like trimming your own flowers and like decorating. Arranging them. mm -hmm. Arranging your own flowers Mm -hmm. gives you a sense of pride and accomplishment and and that thus releases serotonin. It I is totally a nice process. That. I get yeah. my
1: books delivered and it's like very easy to just kind of zhuzh them and mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. But I still feel like I'm doing it. Yeah, like you're yeah. making a floral arrangement. Yeah.
2: Like I feel well, like I could, I could it, cut these down a little bit, but I also love this extra here. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I don't know. This is what it is, but I do like – arranging a bouquet like and there you can take
1: classes on flower arranging there are different
2: styles
1: and cultures of flower arranging I Mm -hmm. grow a lot of
0: plants in my yard that are like cuttable flower perennials Mm -hmm. and it is really fun to be like oh I watered this and it was like yeah grown and cultivated by me and then I cut it when it bloomed in the right conditions, and then I put it in this pretty vase. Like, you were there for every part of the process. Yeah. I got an
1: orchid to rebloom mm-hmm. once.
0: That's huge. I've never life. done that.
1: Ooh, wow. Yeah. Also, I'm still isn't there, jazzed about that. Isn't yeah. there, like, a chemical? Put that on your resume.
0: <laughs> you should. Maybe I'm. Maybe this was fake news when I read it, but I read somewhere that there was, like, a chemical element to soil that mm. can also, like, encourage I don't know if it's serotonin or dopamine production. I just think like it is. The I smell think there of it is. Yeah. yeah,
2: like being outside, gardening, mm-hmm. I- inhaling—it's like the spores or like yeah. what or just like all kinds smell. of like
0: medicinal like effects of being positive outside. medicinal effects of just being outside, which is bullshit because I really like being inside. But right, well,
2: the but.
1: inside has the air conditioning.
0: Yeah,
2: I will say the other day I was I went out to get the mail and I was like. God damn, it smells really good outside. So then that just led me to like walk around my backyard. I picked mm-hmm. some weeds. I like checked on my hostas. I haven't been in my backyard in like three weeks. Mm-hmm. It's been hot as fuck, but like, mm-hmm. it smells good. I'm just, I was just wandering around my yard for like 15 mm-hmm. minutes. It felt really nice. Mm-hmm. Your body needs it, I think. Yeah, it yeah. does.
0: Yeah, I go out and like water my plants and pots around in my yard like every day.
2: Yeah, it's good for you. Mm -hmm. We hired
1: the world's worst landscapers and have been dealing with them all summer, and that Mm -hmm. has increased my cortisol levels, but Mm -hmm. they're finally starting to fix it. Okay. So hopefully next summer, next spring, I'll have lilacs. We put in a magnolia (gasps) tree. Pretty. That'll be nice. Yeah. Yeah. Catmint. mint. Oh, mm. I have so much
0: cat mint. That stuff mm-hmm. is so hearty and mm-hmm. so fucking easy, and it just gets bigger and more purple every year. You'll yeah. love it.
2: Oh, nice. It's really cool. And it's anti-mosquito. Mm-hmm. It's anti-mosquito and pro Anyway, welcome to our pro true B. crime podcast. Is that I the know, same right? as catnip? No.
0: It, it's in the catnip family, which is also in the mint family, but mm. it's not That's specifically what I catnip.
2: That's not confusing. Okay. But cats do like it. Okay. So, this article also named three specific flowers that are especially good for the brain. I don't know how fucking scientific this is. Probably not very. So, the first is roses. Mm -hmm. So, if you've ever ever heard the expression, stop and smell the roses, which you have, that's because they produce wonderful mood-boosting endorphins. Ooh. A study in the Journal of Physiological Anthropology exposed office workers to pink roses. Uh-oh, the pink roses come up in my case. Oh, good. Uh-oh. Well, the results showed that they brought significant physiological and psychological relaxing effects to the participants. Ooh. So there's another study that was published in Complementary Therapies in Medicine that showed it was, again, the humble rose that was tested on the participants that helped them feel, I I read the whole article. I think it helped them feel more creative. It also lowered blood pressure. Mm. So there are positive effects uh, with roses. I think in particular because they have a really identifiable and really strong smell. Mm. And I feel like a lot of people's grandma smelled like roses. I hate the manufactured like synthetic smell Mm -hmm. and flavor of rose. Mm -hmm. I don't like it. But oh, an actual roses. live rose smells yes. amazing.
0: It's mm-hmm. like you can't recreate that smell. Yeah, it's yeah. so specific.
2: Mm-hmm. Another flower is peonies. Mm-hmm. So this says I grow those. I love my I peonies. I love peonies. They are peony season is the most hyped up flower season of the year. Um, so people look forward to it weeks before they it's actually so brief. like bloom. It is, and they're so expensive. I they're My really neighbor, fucking pretty.
0: The people who had this house before had planted them already, so that was like That's one of nice. our first fun surprises when oh. we... got into that season is I was like what the fuck is this weird weed back here by the garage and then all of a sudden and it's like always covered in ants because they're pollinated by ants I was like what the fuck is this goddamn plant this is so annoying they're so big yeah and then I was like holy shit I saw their little fucking buds Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. and they're gorgeous they're like light baby Mm. pink on the inside with like a fuchsia trim on the outside and then like the bright yellow pollen in the middle they're just gorgeous I've been meaning to move that bush to the front of the house, but I'm, like, so scared to move it. Yeah. You're supposed to move them in the fall. I think it would come back, but it's, like, I don't want it tucked back by my garage, but I don't want to kill it. So I don't really know what to do. Could you split
2: it? I could split it. It's big enough that I could
0: split it. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe I'll just try that in the fall.
2: My neighbor is, like, an expert gardener, so sometimes Mm -hmm. their shit leaks over into our yard, and I fucking Mm. love it, including a peony bush. King's flowers are... Unreal. They're technically Anne's flowers. Anne okay. is the Sorry. real genius. Sorry, Anne's flowers. Sorry, Anne. And the last flower that they name in this list, which I think is mostly bullshit, but they said sunflowers. A lot of people really, really love sunflowers. I think it's really more of an emotional them. connection and not so much like a chemical or like physiological thing. Oh, they got tasty seeds. People love sunflowers. They're just, unless they look like this. Mm. <laughs> All right. <laughs> I very some of mine look
1: good. Like they're very easily recognizable,
0: you know. And like, oh, I they remind me of childhood road trips. We would go out to like the Black Hills, and there's huge sunflower farms in South Mm -hmm. Dakota. And mm-hmm. so you'll be driving along in this absolute middle of nowhere on, like, Route 90, whatever, with nothing to look at. And a
2: huge field of sunflowers. And then all of a sudden, you're in
0: the middle of a mm-hmm. field of sunflowers for, like, as far as the eyes can see. And it's absolutely gorgeous. Mm-hmm. So, like, that is really frickin' cool.
1: A lot of sunflowers are grown in Ukraine. Mm-hmm.
2: Yes. Yeah,
0: isn't it there? Isn't it their, like, national flower? Yep. Okay. Because mm-hmm. the isn't the flag, of, oh, I've heard this thing that the flag is... Blue and yellow it's because of the sunflowers, sunflowers against the, in blue the sky. sky.
2: Yeah, well, that's mm-hmm. what I heard too. I don't know if it's true. Which mm-hmm. would be really cool if that's mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. the origin. So, speaking of color, interestingly, the color of flowers can also impact how much they uh, affect our brains or um, uplift us, Makes according sense. to Leatrice Eisman, executive director of the Pantone Color Institute. Lucky, ever heard
1: of it? Fun. Color of the year. What a cool. fucking fun
2: job. What a fun and polarizing I know, announcement! I know every someone year. who
1: got to work on the Pantone Color of the Year campaign <gasps> as like a Which stylist. Year? Is it like a voting thing? What is it? Well, she got to like once they had selected the color and before they had announced it, she got to work on like styling the shoots. <gasps>
2: okay. Cool. Oh, that's cool. Oh my god, that's really that would cool. be so cool! I'm always excited to see what the color of the year yeah. is. What is it this year? I, I have
1: no remember. idea. Great. It's so exciting. We're such big fans. I have no idea. I
0: never thought I was a big fan.
2: (laughs) When I worked for an unnamed interior decorating magazine, it was a big fucking deal. Mm -hmm. Okay, so Leatrice Iceman says, quote, Our response to color is intensely emotional, and flowers can be a catalyst for feelings that stimulate more than just our senses of sight and smell. For example... Red is typically a color that symbolizes love and passion, mm-hmm. but it also has an energizing and uplifting effect on us, just like the color yellow sunflower. Yes.
0: I love the color yellow.
2: But other colors, like blue and white, can have a more calming effect on us. Mm-hmm. So maybe that's why like, you see a lot of white flowers at funerals. Mm-hmm. I'm sorry I keep thinking about funerals, but I just do. Like, what I else love is there? a white I'll flower. I'll never
0: stop thinking about funerals. Oh, right, white flowers.
2: Like white lilies at a funeral. Mm-hmm. Uh, Classic. A study by Rutgers University found that having flowers in the office. In the attic. Can increase. Ew. (laughs) 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 Fucking ew. (laughs) Flowers in the attic can increase productivity, (laughs) innovative thinking, and helps to create a more positive environment to be in. All right. Mm -hmm. So if you're thinking Mm -hmm. about flowers, maybe put them in the space where you work. And then that can maybe keep some juices flowing.
1: People will will be happy. Mm -hmm.
2: So lastly, to finish this out, I have some fun facts about flowers. Always. Roses are related to apples, raspberries, cherries, peaches, plums, nectarines, pears, and almonds. Like Mm. genetically related? Yeah. So like a a flower is the reproductive section of a plant, Mm -hmm. you know?
1: the
0: sex organ
2: so any of these plants that produce these various seeds such as apples plums nectarines blah 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 presumably also also bloom bloom, right Mm -hmm. oh like cherry blossoms and yeah apple trees yeah
0: you'll see people put like their avocado pits in a window in a jar after getting an avocado Mm -hmm. and you can cultivate another avocado out of that people will like cut Potatoes in half that they don't eat that have sprouted, and you can grow potatoes from those. Like, no, we understand how seeds work. We're just—it's just (laughs) no. It's just like what's crazy to me. That's not what I'm saying. I'm saying (laughs) that like, why don't we do that more with stuff that we just buy at the grocery store? Like, yeah, it's it's, just time. It's that easy and sustainable. I guess it's not easy. I would probably kill it, but.
2: Corey just texted me flowers in the attic and took a creepy clandestine photo of me just now. Oh, he so walked
0: by and now we need to Leave call
1: alone.
0: the asylum to come pick him up. <laughs> I didn't know he was home. Where'd he come
1: from? Quit spying.
2: He is yeah, a cryptid.
0: He's a cryptid.
2: Okay. Tulip bulbs were more valuable than gold in Holland in the 1600s.
1: Wow, it was It was 16s. like a crazy investment scheme. I mean, mm-hmm. anytime Clearly it It's like out. Art. Ew, get out of
2: here.
0: Yeah. <laughs> <Eerie>. Jesus. <laughs> well, it's kind of on you because you always record with the door open, which is insane He's to me. usually
2: never home. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Tulip bulbs can also be substituted for onions in a recipe if you're low on onions, but you happen to have tulip bulbs are mm-hmm. onions
1: are way cheaper, so maybe only maybe. do that in a pinch. Wow.
0: I can see how tulip
2: bulbs are sort of like scallops, though not scallops, yeah. shallots, scallions, <laughs> shallots. shallots, shallots. Yes, not scallops. I get those confused. <laughs> so if you if you know about saffron, it's a very expensive spice. It's very, it's like stringy. Mm-hmm. So these actually come. Saffron actually comes from a type of crocus flower. Oh. Which I didn't know. Okay. The largest flower in the world is called the Titan Arums, which is also known as the corpse flower when it blooms. Because oh, yep. it yep. reeks, it smells like decaying flesh. But these, but these can produce flowers 10 feet high and yeah. 3 feet wide. And it's, like, re- they're really
0: rare now, aren't they? Aren't there, like, whole festivals where people will gather to see, like, yeah. the blooming of a corpse
2: flower? They only bloom, like, every, like, eight years or some shit yeah. like that. Yeah. It's like it's Haley's fucking cabinet. hmm But they're the... m- massive. They're creepy. I don't know. They're not cute. Know. They're wrinkly mm. and, like, dark purple. And they're, and, like, yeah, green. they're kind
0: of scrotal.
2: They are testicular. Yeah. 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 Almost 60% of fresh cut flowers grown Did in. Did you the, Google it? Yeah. It's got a big old dick. Never Google it. It's really, uh, yeah, it is scrotal. It's much more glamorous to talk about
1: than
0: to actually look up.
2: <laughs> and then I'm just imagining it smelling Freaking. like.
0: Reeking.
1: Corpse or like durian or
2: something. God. Oh, yeah. I'm sure it smells just like durian, but mm. like stankier. Ugh. Like no old thanks. durian. <laughs> no thanks. Almost 60% of fresh cut flowers grown in the US come from California. Mm. The juice from bluebell flowers was used historically to make glue. Cool. Very sticky. And last but certainly certainly not least, my favorite fun fact. Foxglove is an old English name derived from the belief that foxes slipped their little feet into the leaves of the plant to sneak up on their prey. Oh did you- they? kidding me that's just a it's like lore you know yeah they didn't actually just the foxes oh. were so quiet because they put their feet into the little flowers i'm sure
1: <laughs> foxes can be vicious but i think they are so cute so, cute. so cute oh my god that's They're precious. little dog cats oh my I god know. a man just losing it <laughs> <That's the cutest laughs>
2: you do need thing a I've fox i in my life it's <laughs> fox. fox glove that's why they that's call it fox glove how fucking fresh. Oh, love it. Yeah. Oh, well, I got my period deadly. today, you guys. I can't. Yeah.
1: It's, oh, yeah. That mm-hmm.
0: girl. Get to it.
1: Poisons. That flower's poison. 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 Well, well done. Nicely done.
2: I was that pleasantly, fun fact. pleasantly surprised that I found some psych for this. Fabulous. Yeah. been a minute.
1: <laughs> it has. Well, let's hear a quick word from our sponsors, and then get
2: Boops. into my cam. case. I wish <laughs> we've <laughs> all already done that ad. Call <laughs> <up>. Reach out. <laughs> Reach out. Life can be a little bit complicated, a little bit nuanced. Mm. You know you you wanna f- you wanna stay true to your morals and your ethics, but day to day it is not that easy. No. But there are certain decisions that you can make that just that just make that line a little bit, a little bit, a little bit thicker, a little more doable. Yeah, Yeah, less blurry. Yeah. So when you stick by what's important to your very core, it shows up in everything you do. Everlane is committed to doing the right thing from start to finish. And that means partnering with responsible factories and ensuring every piece of clothing looks and feels great for years to come.
0: Yeah, I am such a sucker for fast fashion, and I've been trying to, like, get out of that habit. It's a horrible habit. It's not great, and I know there are so many people out there just like me who are also suckers for that. Me? Yeah. And Everlane is so amazing, and that dedication to finding socially responsible factories is, like, huge. And they do their homework. They use third-party audits, so it's not, like, Folks that have a stake in anything, they use certified partners, it's on the up and up, there's tons of transparency in their production costs for every item, and these pieces are built to last. They're pieces. Yeah. (laughs) And they're not like, it's not fast fashion, so they're these classic pieces that are not going to go out of style, and you can find stuff that's casual, you can find stuff that's a little more work appropriate, a little more dressed up, I love it. And, you know, one example of how they do their due diligence is they make sure that the factories that they're working with are paying above minimum wage, are ensuring safe working environments for their employees, uh, recycling water facilities, using renewable energy, repurposing byproducts. Yes. Like they're thinking about the people that are putting these items together and the environmental impact, which is incredible. And these, like I said, they're classics. It's trend-proof quality that's made to last. So each garment is made from the finest materials, like grade A cashmere. I have several cashmere pieces from Everlane. Yes, I love them. Yep, uh, Italian leather, certified organic cotton i have this really really cute pair of like almost a little more 90s style sort of like a boyfriend jean they're high-waisted they have a button fly they're so cute so cute they're so comfortable they look really great with my fancy jellies that i got Mm -hmm. i'm obsessed and you have a right to know the actual price of like making your clothes there aren't just these at unnecessary markups it's true cost transparency through everlane so everlane shows you the cost behind the production of every piece from materials and labor to duties and transport and with everlane you get designer quality without the designer markup
2: it's the best so if you want to do things differently from your core to your closet shop everlane go to everlane.com forward slash gals g-a-l-s and sign up for 10 percent off your first order that's 10% off your first order when you go to everlane.com slash gals and sign up. Everlane, helping people live their best lives with the least impact on the planet.
0: Mm-hmm. Treat your wardrobe.
2: So saying goodbye to high
0: interest credit card debt is one of the first steps toward financial independence, financial freedom. But the interest, month after month, can feel like you're in a never-ending hamster wheel. Like it just keeps going up and you can't catch
2: up with it. Not great for the blood pressure. No, it's extremely stressful. And that is where Upstart comes in. Upstart-powered personal loans can help you pay down high-interest debt all online. Thank God. Mm -hmm. With simple and easy-to-understand payment terms. Upstart has helped over 1.8 million customers. On their path to financial freedom. So whether it's paying off credit cards, consolidating high interest debt, or funding personal expenses, Upstart can help you get one fixed monthly payment with a clear payoff date. I love that so much. Mm -hmm. It's like a light at the end of the tunnel. Upstart knows you're more than just your credit score. So rather than looking at your credit score alone, Upstart's model considers other factors like your income, employment, and other information provided in your loan application to find you a smarter rate for your loan. This makes this makes me feel like such an adult. Mhm. Yep. It's really it's a step up into adulthood. I so I'm here for it. So yeah. you can you can check your rate in minutes for loans between $1,000 to $50,000 without impacting your credit score. You can uh. even receive funds as fast as 1 business day after accepting your loan.
0: Yeah, so don't wait and check your rate today at upstart.com slash gals. That's upstart.com slash gals to check your rate today. Don't forget to use our URL to let them know we sent you. Loan amounts will be determined based on your credit, income, and certain other information provided in your loan application. Go to upstart.com slash gals and treat your
1: debt. Treat it. Are we ready for McCase, which apparently Yotes. was the fan picker case, which I did not recall? Ah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm pretty sure. sure it says it in the doc, too. Oh, I you're was right. Like, oh, I she's just, on top of it. Whatever. It's I, it's whatever. Okay. I should never assume that. <laughs> you should not. Not these <laughs> days. No. Lita LaVon McClinton was born in Georgia on January 7th, 1952. Her mother, Joanne McClinton, was a Georgia state representative, not to be confused with a different politician. And fabric store uh, yeah. yeah, monopoly owner. <laughs> not to owner. be confused with the fabric store, nor the other politician, Joanna McClinton. Yeah. It's my different. mom, Joanne, of the fabrics <laughs> enterprise. And her father, Emery McClinton, was a former U.S. Department of Transportation official. I really Her like family the name was, Emory. yeah, it's cute. Her family was part of an elite set of highly educated and well-to-do Black families in the Atlanta area in the fifties, and she is often described as growing up as a quote Black socialite. Hmm. After high school, Lita attended Spelman College, a prestigious HBCU in Atlanta. She cool. loved fashion. She, you know, she was popular. I had lots of friends. Uh, was. Uh-oh. Yep. Uh oh. Yep.
2: Charitable,
1: fun to be around, everything. Mm-hmm. After graduation, she began working in a high end clothing boutique, which is where she met a man named James Sullivan.
0: Mm. Never meet a man.
1: No. Just period.
0: Mm-mm. It's just not safe. Never out. meet a man. Nor worth it. spells yeah. doom. At what cost, you know? At what cost? (laughs) I I just advise against meeting a man, that's all.
1: Sullivan came into the boutique as a customer, and they began chatting and hit it off, although the two did not have much in common at the time. Hmm. Sullivan was white. He was much older than Lita. She was 23, and he was 34. Mm -hmm. And he was already divorced with four children at the time. Okay, that's... That's, you're busy. And I don't, I think. It's a lot that, of kids. I think his kids mainly stayed with his first wife. Wife, Like, sure. maybe he had some custody, it probably whatever. probably wasn't like
0: 50-50, though. Like, no. Like, he probably didn't have the kids that much, is what you're saying. Right, is
1: what okay. I'm thinking. But Lita found him charismatic and interesting and was flattered by his obvious interest in her. The two began dating, but when Lita eventually brought him home to meet her parents, they were not impressed. Mm-hmm. Joanne and Emery both felt that Sullivan was arrogant and untrustworthy. They caught him in a lie once about like, like a stupid lie. Um, I
0: I can't think of anything more like humiliating or embarrassing than if like Tom and Sue caught me in some sort of weird lie. Right. I don't know. I'm like Like, immediately transported back to being like 10 years old. Yeah, it's cringing.
2: It's like not the mad, just disappointed, but like on an in law. Yeah, Yeah. when when an adult has now lied to
0: an,
1: it's just a really weird thing. Just don't, don't. It's not great. It's It's just weird.
0: Not great. Well, I don't like it. Yeah. Yeah.
1: And on top of that, they worried about their daughter being in an interracial relationship in the deeply racist South because at this point, we're just in, we're into like what this. 70s. Yeah,
0: I mean, even now, don't trust
1: a white man.
0: Well, yeah.
1: <laughs> and even now, and it, can, it can like, cause um, issues for people, you know, because mm-hmm. society fucking sucks. No, like, it's
0: not safe for people of color to be, like, the only person of color in a room. Like, it's right. physically not fucking safe. Well, yeah.
2: this was, like, not long after, like, the Green Book
0: Yeah, This was Times. still the, the
2: late 70s, early right. 80s.
1: Yeah, yeah. it's yeah. fresh civil- off of the civil yeah, rights yeah. movement. Yeah, it's even more heightened. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Lita's mother would later recall, quote, Jim always had grandiose ideas. I remember he told us his father was a publisher for Hearst in California. It turned out that his father was a typesetter for a Boston paper. He, so I wonder if that was the lie. That, that was the called. lie. Okay. Oh. OK. He was working class, blue collar. There's nothing wrong with that. So why lie about it? But he right. was always looking for social acceptance always. Yeah. Mm. He's trying
0: to, like, date up. Mm-hmm. In society, mm-hmm. he's tried to impress her parents. He cares a, lot a li-
1: lies. he cares a lot about social status, and that will come up again okay. later. Okay. So despite her parents' disapproval, Lita told them that she was in love, and when she announced her plans to marry Sullivan, they did not try to dissuade her. They just decided to support their daughter.
0: That's lovely. How and generous. I'm so sad for how I can. we can all see this turning out, yeah. given the context of this show. Yeah.
1: According to her mother, quote, we had always told our children, you don't judge a person by his race. You judge him as an individual. So what do you say when they say that back to you?
0: Right, right, right. And it's like, okay, yes, the whiteness historically plays a role here, but there are a lot of other reasons why yeah, we do not get also, good vibes from he's,
1: this guy. We are getting bad individual vibes. Yeah, mm-hmm. he's not a good individual, mm-hmm. period, full stop. But that's hard to say to your kid who's Absolutely, in their, Early to mid 20s and in love. I mean, if any, if people had
0: said that to me about fucking SoundCloud DJ, I probably wouldn't have listened at the time.
2: There is no talking a 22 something year old out Mm -hmm. of like going to be with the person they love. Right. Mm -hmm. There's none. There's just,
1: yeah, there's just creating distance and isolation. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. So, Lita and James Sullivan were married in December of 1976. Some people call him Jim. Some people call him James. I might go mm. back and forth, whatever. That's fine. Same person. The, the newlyweds moved into a house in Macon, Georgia. Lita continued working in retail, finding a job at a local department store, and Sullivan ran a beverage distribution company that he had recently inherited from his uncle. Okay. So, he got very lucky inheriting this
2: thriving Business, basically, yeah, yeah no yeah, shit.
0: Yeah, his his like socialite goals are starting to f- shape up here. Yeah, also
2: very lucrative because my mom's side of the family did the same fucking thing in the same mm. fucking time period, and yeah,
1: people gotta right. drink beverages. Yeah, mm-hmm. in 1983, Sullivan took advantage of an opportunity to sell the business for a large profit, and in fact, this made him a millionaire almost overnight. God. And one day, right, guys? <laughs> Pro- probably not. I I know I'm not going to inherit any beverage companies. I mean, I mean selling wine crime and becoming millionaires sure.
0: overnight. Sure, <laughs> millionaires. We're gonna millionaires. go public and become millionaires. Actually, I don't even know how to go public, and I don't think we. Can. I don't, I don't really think know what we qualify. No, no. I mean, don't. I don't even really. No. Yeah, it's like a stock market thing. It's but That's not, all I know. I don't really. I don't want
2: to. I don't want to my fortunes on the public no (laughs) on a thing i have no grasp of i'd be (laughs) we'd be driven into the ground by the general public
0: i'd just be going out in public telling people about wine and crime and then be like we went public why are we gone
2: public public
0: i declare publicity amanda with a sandwich board on the corner (laughs) we've gone public
1: (laughs) We've gone public. I didn't
0: say it. I declared it.
1: <laughs> so he and so now he's got all this money, and he and Lita <laughs> move into an oceanfront mansion in Palm Beach, Florida. Because wow. five million. Hi. Okay,
0: my dream. I'm so
1: sorry for you. Yeah, multi million dollars <laughs> in 1983. You could do that. I want an ocean beachfront mansion. Who doesn't? There's a lot that I want.
2: I want to pay off my student loans. Yeah. There's a lot that I want. want. (laughs) A lot. (laughs) Add it to the fucking list.
1: (laughs) So Sullivan had hoped that his new wealth would allow him to climb the Palm Beach social ladder, but soon found that their new community was less than accepting of an interracial couple moving in. So they kind of Mm -hmm. thought, we'll get out of Georgia. We have all this money. Like, Mm -hmm. they'll accept us because we have this money. Didn't quite work out that way.
0: Which like the privilege of him to be like, God damn it! Now I'm having a hard time being a socialite because of my interracial marriage. While his wife is like, I have to fear for my life because of my yeah. interracial marriage. Yeah.
1: And his wife's—I mean, just on paper, his wife's social status is was legit. better than his. Yeah, he—he he was marrying her to use her in the fucking first place. Yeah. So, frustrated, Sullivan began blaming Lita for his lack of social status in Palm Beach. Oh, my God. I'm a loser and (laughs) it's your fault. What a fucking lunatic. And Lita's friends back home, who initially thought she was living a glamorous dream life, began worrying about how isolated and miserable she sounded on the phone when they would, like, have their catch-up calls. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And although Sullivan was wealthy, he was controlling... Mm. and severely restricted Lita's access to money, leaving her even further cut off from the world now that she wasn't making an income of her own. She wasn't working in retail anymore.
0: Yeah, why don't we just follow paragraph by paragraph the abuser's playbook. Yeah. Here's, yeah. The, r- here's the roster. Remove the Remove independence. No yeah. job. Control funds.
2: Control the money, yep. Mm-hmm. Blame for your own shit. Mm-hmm. The guilt tripping and, yep. Yeah. Like
1: mm-hmm. uh,
2: hyper focus on like social status, uh-huh. yeah, clear and
0: apparent narcissism. Yep, yeah.
2: A thousand percent. He's
0: checking off every fucking box.
1: Lying about stupid shit, being mm-hmm. really arrogant. Parents don't like him. <laughs> And it just keeps
2: coming. <laughs> it's got, true. It's every single box. It is. Yeah. It's
1: an, it's
0: unbelievable.
1: So not long after they moved, Lita began finding evidence that Sullivan was having affairs. Mm, wow. Okay. These included Didn't see that coming blonde right. hairs and women's underwear that she found in their bed. Jesus fucking christ
2: have the get, decency get to get motel. a hotel yeah
0: don't i mean don't, don't do bring it, it into all, my bedroom yeah that would be that's yeah. the most offensive part. honestly it would be for me too i'd be yeah. like bill my this is fucking band. weird but those are i just i washed those sheets yeah i bought that bed i was Given that mattress yeah, long ago, slinging ass. My, my
2: pillow. Long yeah, ago my, in, a my former my pillow. Life, in a former lifetime, I've had this experience and I can tell you, it is not, uh, not nothing feels quite as bad. It's one yeah, thing it's being violating. cheated on. It's another yeah. thing being like, oh. In the place you're, where you sleep. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Where I was twenty four hours later. Yeah. Oh, it's so violating.
0: I it's, it's not disgusting. fucking okay. It's and like you know knowing
1: someone's broken into your house. No.
0: Oh, no. Absolutely not. You've lain in the same not. stain.
2: Ick.
1: Like, so I all need a- to
2: shower now. Yeah. <laughs> So although 17 years
1: later, (laughs) although she felt deeply betrayed, she didn't want her marriage to be seen as a failure. You know, it's still the 80s. There's a lot more stigma. Mm -hmm. So she began going to counseling and talking to Sullivan about ways to move past his affairs. And he like pretended to
0: be on board. Yeah. Just to probably get her off his fucking back so he could just keep doing whatever the hell he wanted to do. Mm -hmm. Oh, a thousand percent. I am ready to murder
1: this man. (laughs) Good, good. (laughs) Someone should. Oh. The final straw for Lita came when she learned that despite her best efforts to move on from the betrayal and the counseling and the working on the marriage and all that shit that she was doing, Sullivan had continued to solicit sex workers that Mm -hmm. whole time. Mm -hmm. Jesus Mm -hmm. Christ. Probably unprotected. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's totally speculation. But.
2: I have respect for sex workers, of course, but that's. There's nothing wrong with getting sex workers. It's the cheating on the wife with
0: right. multiple partners right. without knowing.
2: And like, without, it wouldn't knowing, matter- without knowing that you had protection. I mean, right. it's about, like, anecdotal that they're sex
0: workers. He could have just been sleeping with multiple women. Women are protected. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And that's- it would be equally as egregious and fucked up.
1: Right. Yeah. So with this news, she packed her bags and returned to Atlanta, moving into a townhouse that they owned in the upscale Buckhead neighborhood. So I think they just had this townhouse for like when they went to Atlanta Mm -hmm. to visit family and like as an investment property, probably. I just
0: want a townhouse in Franklin, New Jersey, for when I visit mother. Wouldn't that be
1: great? (laughs) I yeah. do a I just need a Minneapolis 200. townhouse for right. when I visit my mom instead of you sleeping d- on the floor in her apartment. You need a Minneapolis townhouse. Just a townhouse. casual loft. Yeah,
0: yeah. Just a casual loft. Loft. God.
1: Loft. i so loft. So, so she files for divorce and requests half of Sullivan's $5 million estate. You should have...
0: All of it. Yeah. He wouldn't have even fucking really, well, okay, I guess the uncle that left him something, but it's like, he'd have fucking nothing without her anyway. <laughs> mm-hmm. She should get it Well, he all. didn't even,
1: like, really earn it, you know? Get, get it all. Get it.
0: It is trash.
1: <laughs> so, back home, uh, she's back in Atlanta. She's filed for divorce. She's away from him. She's back surrounded her around her loved ones, her family, her friends, she begins to feel, you know, much better, less miserable, less isolated. She like reconnects with all these people. She starts doing regular charity work and she even starts like casually dating again. God, that feeling
0: when you're like coming out of a mm-hmm. trauma or a depression that you like didn't even really notice until you're coming out of it. And you're like, oh, I have like bonds and relationships with people. Mm-hmm. And like, I am capable of feeling joy. Yeah. And then the like grief that comes with that where it's like, oh, my God, how much time did I just waste? Spend yeah. Unknowingly mm. like miserable. Yeah. Uh, it's a just, weird feeling, but. Yeah. Of like relief and grief all at the same time. Yeah. Yeah. I just really feel for her like that's yeah. fucking sad. And I think most people have been through some, you know, a similar feeling of like, right. oh, I'm getting my life back. Yep. after This dark time. Yep.
2: It's coming, weird to yeah. explain because it's, like, not intuitive. It's not logical necessarily, mm-hmm. but it's, like, very real. Mm-hmm. It's also
0: weird to explain because the gummy has fully.
1: <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. So I'm moon rocking right <laughs> now. <laughs> so her, this divorce was long and drawn out. There was.
0: Yeah, because he's a piece of shit. and He's right. not going to make it easy on her.
1: Yeah. So on January sixteenth, nineteen eighty-seven, this is three years after she moved out of their Palm Beach home and, and just and, a
0: few months before I was born.
1: And initially filed. The divorce is finally scheduled to be finalized. Like T's crossed, I's yep. dotted. It's We're done. it's gonna be done. It's the hearing gonna be made. The hearing scheduled for that day would determine the final amount of the divorce settlement. So Lita was set to receive either $250,000 or up to $1 million, as well as possession of the townhouse that she'd already been living in. Mm-hmm. So there, there's this hearing is scheduled, and then that's it. Yeah. So Lita's best friend, Poppy Marable. Oh, my, like P-O-P-P-Y? Mm-hmm. Like the flower? Poppy. No, P-A-U-P-Y.
0: Well, I don't know. It could be Poppy. P O P P I E. P A
1: P I. I Poppy.
2: Poppy.
1: I just think that is the cutest name. Poppy is a cute name. Poppy maribel That's a really oh, sweet like name. Like Poppy Marigold. So Poppy is her best friend, and Poppy has a three year old daughter. And they spent the night at Lita's townhouse the night before the hearing as like a little like girlfriend sleepover, like, yay, you're getting divorced.
0: Mm -hmm. I I love love that that. we would totally do that. Oh, my
1: God. Happy. Don't finish your
0: case. Can we just leave it at this happy part? This is the the last time time it's happy. But It's about to get scary. (laughs) Just don't finish it. (laughs) If you don't finish it, maybe it will change the past. It definitely won't.
2: Stop! I'm gonna get to the gruesome stuff. So (laughs) the two
1: friends woke up excited for this momentous day in Lita's life. You know, it's the morning. They're gonna go to the court later that day. Then shortly after 8 a.m., the doorbell rang and Lita went downstairs to answer it, still wearing her nightgown and bathrobe. Oh, no. no. I'm gonna cry. I got my period today. (laughs) Yeah, we can tell. You've almost cried at like Three different things, including okay.
0: foxes. Okay, foxes putting on tiny fucking flower mittens? Are you kidding me? <laughs> if you're not crying at that, you are a monster. Tiny fucking flower <laughs>
2: mittens. Are you Hot kidding me? foxes. <laughs> Get your no hair part. out of your ass.
1: They're park dog and part What are cat? you, an ice queen? <laughs> yeah, what are you, a fucking sociopath? Okay. Okay. <laughs> So, okay, get your laughter out now because this is where shit turns.
2: <laughs> okay, it's out.
1: <laughs> okay, so this all this—it's oh, so it. happy, and then she fucking goes downstairs to answer the doorbell. Oh, good. She was never
0: ex- answer the door unless you're expecting food.
1: She was excited Don't to answer see it. If- then no. leave it on the doorstep. Nah, Jesus. that's
0: true. Yeah.
1: She was excited to see a flower delivery man holding three dozen pink roses. Oh, God. Assuming they were from friends or family to congratulate her on the divorce being finalized, she answers the door. But the delivery man was not a delivery man, he was no florist.
2: Hitman.
1: He had a nine millimeter gun hidden in the roses, which he pulled out when Lita opened the door and fired several shots at close range. Oh my god. One of which struck her in the head.
0: Oh.
1: What a fucking
2: I, I hate it. That's like a I, pussy way to cover up an assassination. It's sick.
0: That's so fucking sick. It is really the, like, sick. actually deeply disturbed. Let's bring
2: this thing that's associated immediately
0: with, with joy. Like,
2: joy. Well, she'll open the door and be happy, and then I'm going to shoot yep. her in the fucking face, right? And 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 not be nervous to open the door because it's like, oh, this beautiful gift. It's a flower delivery person. It's a safe person. It's like, the Papa is- John's person. It's a yeah. safe person. That's fucking Papa John's is never safe, but yeah, no, but that's fucking um, garlic vile. butter, though. Oh
1: mm-hmm. God. So upstairs, Poppy panics at the sound of gunshots. And has her daughter there. Yeah. Oh, Oh my God. So Poppy grabs her three-year-old daughter and hides in a closet until, like, the authorities get there. Because what else would you do? Oh, my God. Oh, my God. A neighbor also heard the gunfire and, like, came over to check out what the fuck had happened and found Lita in her entryway, like, still alive, but
2: but oh like my not, God! Bare- but like yeah, gravely barely.
1: wounded, not oh. able oh. to no. get better. Wow. So she was transported to the hospital, but died of her injuries not long after arrival.
0: Oh uh. my God.
1: So Lita's friends and family were immediately certain that James Sullivan was somehow responsible for uh, her death. Yeah,
0: I'm certain. We're all fucking certain.
1: The police agreed it had obviously not been a random murder uh, she was targeted. No one else had a reason to want her dead mm-hmm. besides her husband. Like, he was the only one who stood to benefit from it.
0: Mm-hmm. And he
1: was about to lose potentially half his fortune in this divorce yep. settlement. And he's a fucking piece of shit.
0: Why not just get hire a skywriter to fly around yeah. saying, I did it. Here's <laughs> right. where I live. I'm home <laughs>
2: waiting for you. I do want to hire a skywriter, though.
0: Well, yeah. Yeah. He may his he may as well have
1: yeah. So unfortunately, James Sullivan had indisputably been in Palm Beach at the time of Lita's murder, and I'm sure he like I don't know the details, but he made sure that people like could corroborate out of that he was at his yeah. home in Palm Beach.
2: Look at me, I'm yeah. in Palm Beach, everyone. Yeah. His right. sandwich
1: board. He's fucking making himself an alibi. Yeah. So investigators were able to determine that Sullivan had received a phone call from a rest stop outside of Atlanta on mm-hmm. the morning of Lita's murder, which they believed to be a confirmation call from the killer to let him know that the job was done. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But th- it was it was like they didn't have the content of that call, right? They just had the time and the location. Mm -hmm. So it's just kind of circumstantial. Like, why would you get a call from a payphone outside of Atlanta? Atlanta
0: at this time? Right.
1: On this day? But but it's also not. Yeah. yeah. So still not enough to definitively tie Sullivan to the murder. And the identity of this hitman was still a mystery. They didn't know who had actually pulled the trigger.
0: If this fucking guy doesn't go down for this, I don't know what I'm going to (laughs) do. I'm going to lose my goddamn gourd. I, I, okay, keep going. That really
2: would be a thorn on the rose. Mm. Oh my God, that's a sunflower, but yes. yes. (laughs) I don't have any roses.
1: (laughs) So for a while, some suspicion fell on Poppy Marable's husband. Absolutely fucking not, Poppy. (laughs) Don't touch Poppy. Poppy, no guilt. No guilt for Poppy. Poppy
0: out of this. Poppy is
2: untouchable. P-
1: no, no guilt for Poppy and also no guilt for Marvin. But this, I'm just telling you, in hindsight, no guilt for Marvin. But suspicion fell on him for a while, and I'll tell you why. So Poppy's husband, Marvin Marable, was a former New York police officer turned businessman. And because Poppy and Lita were best friends, Marvin and James had also socialized together for years because, okay. you know, their wives are best friends. Okay. And he's a cop. And he former was a cop. cop. Yeah. All right. And around the same time that Lita was dealing with the divorce proceedings, Marvin began to suspect that his wife, Poppy, was going to imminently file for divorce from him.
0: Oh, thinking it's like, oh, she's hanging out with her best friend again, seeing how happy she is when she got divorced. Is my wife going to leave me? Women's chit
2: chat. Yeah. Infect my wife. So, Wait, he, yeah. chat is gonna infect
1: my. Wife. And they do eventually Honestly. get divorced. <laughs> oh so, no. like, so, like, Poppy and Marvin's marriage was not in a great place. Well,
0: I mean, congrats for Poppy, then. Fuck yeah. Marvin.
1: Yeah. So he wanted to be prepared in case his wife was going to file for divorce. So mm-hmm. he secretly bugged their home telephone. Okay, Marvin. Wait, this why is did everyone
0: fucking, Why is every man a psychopath?
1: Yeah. This uh, did happen. He did this. This is all before Lita is murdered. This Poppy can do better. They're get, you know. She's planning to get divorced, and this time like time is going by. And never Marvin, meet a man. I don't
0: think I should get married. I'm texting Bill. You need a I'm prenup. Texting Bill. and maybe oh, a bodyguard.
2: Yeah, it's all prenup. It's happening.
0: Yeah. I mean, he might
2: agree with you because you did trick him into watching the lake house.
1: <laughs>
0: yeah. And I need to make sure he can't
1: come. Make me the beneficiary of your life insurance.
0: Absolutely not. Absolutely not. Oh, the shot.
2: Absolutely not. Okay. <laughs> Worth the shot. Thought I'd ask. Just put it out there. You miss a hundred percent of the shots you don't take. Wayne Gretzky, Michael Scott, Kenyan Lane. <laughs> I just drooled. <laughs> okay. I a shot. I thought I saw an opening. I a shot. <laughs> just wanted to shoot my shot. Listen,
0: my life insurance isn't worth much. Diabetes party of one. Party of type one. Party of <laughs> type
1: one. Oh, no, no. Okay, so. Marvin bugs <laughs> his own home telephone so that he can fucking record psycho. his fucking wife. Fucking
0: I psycho. Never meet a man. It's just, it's not worth it.
1: And so he amassed.
2: They're always going to disappoint you on <laughs> yeah. some, at some point.
0: It's an inevitability.
1: So he amassed tape recordings of his wife's conversations, including many with her best friend Lita. Yeah. And all of this, again, is before Lita's death. So, mm-hmm. yeah. So when Sullivan found out that Marvin had these tapes, he requests copies of them from Marvin, and mm. Marvin assumes that it's just for this guy's divorce own divorce proceedings proceeding. Or something. Yeah, and Marvin insists that like he and James weren't like tight In friends; cahoots. they were just like couple. You know, they were just like right. husbands yeah. that were thrown into socializing Occasional together. Okay, Bill. <laughs> forced double date yeah. situation. Yes. Corey and Bill whenever Corey. we go down to
0: Iowa.
1: <laughs> yeah. But he's he like, yeah, man. Once. Yeah, they're not hanging out. <laughs> no. on he's still their gonna own. he's still gonna help him with these tapes, but they occasionally for the, text. Yeah, for it's exactly divorced this bros. relationship. Mm, divorce bro <laughs> <Rose. laughs> <laughs> So Marvin agrees and he sends the tapes down to Sullivan in Florida. And he also answered some of James's questions about Lita, like what car was she driving? Oh, and is what? she is she actually living in the townhouse still? Cause like they had ceased to have direct communication. It was all through lawyers. And Marvin just answered the questions because he thought it was just part of a divorce proceeding and, and James was just trying to like get clued in on her assets, oh, you know? Oh my God, no, he
0: wants to know exactly where she's gonna be, when, so he can have her killed. Oh my yes. God, that's so fucking. Right. In hindsight, we know that now. Ew. Yep. Oh, that's so creepy. Yeah, yep. Because so, like I'm even, I can't even really judge that too harshly because how many times... Have any of us, but especially me, hung out with like some mutual friends that might still be mutual friends with an ex of yours? Mm-hmm. And I want like all the tea. Mm-hmm. I want to know yeah. where they're living and what they're up to, and like and, so I can't say that if I were in Marvin's shoes, I wouldn't be like, right. "Oh, you want the gossip? I have the gossip. Would have I'll tell you
1: whatever you the want to know. Same thing. I mean, Absolutely. the tapes. Obviously, that's fucking that would psychotic, give me pause. Yeah, but. The answering like, yeah, she's living, she is living in the townhouse and she's, she's driving like this car if you want to, you know, list that as one of her assets. An asset. Yeah. Yeah.
2: Mm-hmm. I know. could see it. I could see it, and even also a little bit like comings and goings, like oh, is she going to show up at this place where I'm already there? You know what I mean? Like I don't want to run into her. Well,
0: he was in a different state,
2: right? James he is was living in Florida still, and she was still so in Florida, Atlanta. She was oh, okay.
1: staying in Atlanta, but still, yeah, it yeah. wasn't. They were pretty basic questions, okay, yeah, that he answered. So anyway, meanwhile, James Sullivan adamantly denies any involvement and insists that Lita's murder must have been the result of a botched drug deal.
2: Oh, okay. Cuz everyone's abs-
1: dealing drugs. There's just no fucking evidence of that at all. That is
0: the most absurd It's so stupid.
2: Yeah, it's fucking dumb.
0: Fucking asshole. Don't yeah. spit on your ex-wife's fucking grave like that. Yeah, I'm going to I I hate this way. Yeah. Mm-hmm.
1: So then um, about a month after the murder, a conversation between Sullivan and a friend was picked up by police wiretap. How does it feel to be bugged now, bitch?
0: Yeah, suck it, mom. (laughs) (laughs) How dare you do that to Poppy? That was amazing.
1: (laughs) So in it, Sullivan was talking to his friend and talking about Lita's murder, and he mentioned that she'd been killed with a nine millimeter handgun, which was a piece of information that that had not been released to the public. You fucking idiot. Idiot. Fuck you. (laughs) (laughs) But still, the murder weapon hadn't been found. The hitman hadn't been identified. They hadn't found any like money tying Sullivan to a hitman. Like it was still pretty circumstantial. Mm -hmm. Like the fact that he knew the nine millimeter thing is bad, but it's not like enough. It's not
0: smoking gun, for lack of a better term, bad. Mm -hmm.
1: So they're still not ready to prosecute him. For mm-hmm. this, because they don't want him to get off. So eight months after Lita's death, Sullivan married a different woman, Hayosuk Choi Rogers, who went mm-hmm. by the name Suki. Mm-hmm. So Suki was also a socialite and also mm-hmm. way younger than him, 13 mm-hmm. years younger than him.
2: Had a type. Cool. Yeah, mm-hmm.
1: She had been dating Sullivan at the time of Lita's murder. And again, like they, their divorce had been going on for three years. So like that's not that shocking. Right. And at first, she publicly supported his claims that he was totally innocent. Mm -hmm. Then in 1990, Sullivan got into a three-car fender bender in his 1973 Rolls Royce.
0: I feel like when it's three cars, it's no longer a fender bender. It's like a pileup. Right.
1: (laughs) But I don't think they were going very fast.
0: Right. There probably just wasn't that that much damage or injuries. It's just funny. that Yeah.
1: Yeah. So when a police officer arrived at the scene, he realized that Sullivan had been driving with an expired registration. Got him. Oops. Let's fucking go. Not only that, but oh. he had been labeled a habitual traffic violator. Same. <laughs> because. <Same>. he's <laughs> <laughs> I mean. I haven't been labeled as such, but
0: I have paid parking
1: tickets. I've been really <laughs> close.
0: Oh, yeah. I've had my car, not this car, but I've been towed for scoff law like three times. What's scoff law? Not paying It's for literally tickets. scoffing in the face of your parking tickets so they take your car off the street <laughs> and make you pay all of them back before you can get your car back. And you have to pay the like Fines. lock fee and the towing fee, which is like two hundred and fifty dollars a day.
2: Am I supposed to feel bad for you about this? Because I no, don't. She <laughs> choices were made. Fall. Yeah, one of them I
0: paid to get it out. The other I just left it until they auctioned the car off, and I never had to pay it. I was like, "Fuck it, you want the car that bad? Just have it." I got that <laughs> thing for like three hundred dollars <laughs> on Craigslist.
2: Left Blackland's car.
0: No, different car.
1: But I yeah, when your a car when your car cars. is like not worth the amount of the tickets and I, fines, no. it's effectively I, totaled. A thousand percent. <laughs> it, it
0: literally. So I was like, no, I'm not taking it out. Fuck that.
1: Oh my god. And then the other time
0: that I didn't go pick up a car, I actually got a check <laughs> in the mail. For that car. So this was my Nissan, which died in that abandoned Burger King parking lot
2: next to my old apartment. What color are these cars? That's the only way I remember this. Black Nissan. Black Nissan is the one in the Burger King lot. the stickers all over it. I didn't have
0: that many stickers. This was my car right before my Subaru. It had like one sticker on it. Oh, okay. You, You might be thinking about my Chevy Prism, which was my first car.
1: Yes. That one got totaled. you
2: graffitied that one. <laughs>
1: and somehow I get all the shit for the bad driving. Never well, had a you speeding don't drive, ticket, honey. Never you don't drive. had. But a- also
0: the car getting totaled like it actually wasn't my fault. I was going like 10 miles an hour and I hit black ice and spun into oncoming traffic and got hit by a minivan. That and hap- that'll happen. It totaled the car. Like, that sucked. But I wasn't breaking any traffic laws.
2: Physics-wise, that doesn't make sense. But yes, I okay. left
0: that <laughs> Nissan in the Burger King parking lot because we moved. And I was like, this car doesn't work. And like I think we it,
2: moved. I think an unhoused, <laughs>
0: so I left yeah, it there. I was like, I, I think an unhoused person might be living in it, so I don't want to take it away. I oh. was going to have it towed by camel towing. And just had it donated. Tully. Yeah, my favorite towing, <laughs> my favorite towing place. What the Campbell fuck? Tully. It's in Minneapolis. What is your life? My life is ridiculous. This was so not I that long ago. It. We
1: had the podcast. Oh yeah, when no, this was like this. three years
0: ago. Yeah, not even. This is when I moved out of that Burger King underground apartment. That was like two apartments ago or two hours ago. Anyway, are you okay? I left it there, and uh, it got towed. To the lot, and then I never picked it up. So they sold it in police auction, and then they <laughs> mailed me a check for two dollars and fifty cents, which is what I made off of that car after all the fines <laughs> were taken out of the police auction amount. And I, so like honestly, I made money. I Your was tax money, dollars
1: at work, folks. and I
0: made money, baby. <laughs> which is more than I would have gotten from Camel Towing because the car was worthless, so they would have towed it for free. And donated the parts that they could yeah. salvage, but I wouldn't have been given a check for that. But I did get $2.50 from the city. You're up. So, I'm up, baby.
2: Time to go to Vegas. I encourage you not to go to Vegas. I encourage everyone I to abandon their car. There. Long
0: story short, <laughs> abandon your car. There are no consequences. Oh, Everything's fine.
2: Well, and okay. you might
0: make money. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, finish your uh,
1: case. Kay, you are horrifying. So, (laughs) Amanda is also a habitual traffic violator. Oh, yeah, that's how this started. She's scofflaw. (laughs) And... So is James Sullivan. They have so much in
2: common. And Yeah, me and Jimmy are like twinsies. <laughs> Rewinding about twenty minutes to figure out why the fuck we started talking yes. about this in the first place. Yes. And so he Worth gets it. he gets
1: pulled over for this fucking fender bender. They realize he has expired registration and his license had been revoked.
0: Fucking get him. Amanda, get him.
1: Can you? Really? I have not had my license
0: revoked. <laughs> I have
2: not. Yeah. You did have an expired license for like a year oh
0: oh way more than a year like four
2: years yeah we went on tour you were driving us all around texas with an expired license no i had my license then i
0: I got my license again in 20 it'd be hard to get a
2: rental car with an expired. you can't get a
0: rental car without there was some
2: issue expired insurance i don't remember there was some issue where if we had had an issue in texas it would have been bad
0: (laughs) well it wasn't my license
2: Okay, wow. so any number of other things. Yeah. <laughs> Sullivan was cited with several violations,
1: but when he was due to appear in court, he showed up with Suki in tow, his new wife, mm-hmm. and claimed that she had been driving the car and that oh. the ticketing officer had made a mistake and mixed them up. Yeah. Okay. That's what they do easily. So Suki backed him up in court and the charges were dismissed, mm-hmm.
2: which I think is
1: wild. But then the ticketing officer and several witnesses came forward and contested that and being like, fucking no. And now they've perjured themselves. So Sullivan was reissued a ticket for driving with a revoked license and Suki was arrested for perjury. Okay. Mm -hmm. So this seems to have been the final straw for her. She pleaded innocent to the perjury charge and filed for divorce and then went into hiding Oh, my God. Because she was scared of him because she knew deep down that he fucking killed the last person who tried to divorce him. Suki! Oh. So her divorce paper stated that she had an extreme fear of her husband.
2: Oh. I kind of, like,
0: feel bad that she would even really get arrested for perjury because it's like, how much agency does she have with this fucking psycho? Yeah. Like, he could have been like, here's what you're going to say. Yeah,
2: evidently not a
1: lot. Well, she did plead innocent and, like, That was probably the grounds on which I would imagine, you know, but then she went into hiding. So I don't really know how that resolved itself. Poor Suki. So she also told police that Sullivan had confessed to Lita's murder to her, probably to intimidate her and abuse her and control her.
2: Mm -hmm. Mm hmm. I've already killed one bitch. I'm going to kill I'll you next. I'll do it again. Yeah. Mm-hmm.
1: Sullivan he, oh, I, I hate him. is maintaining his innocence. He claims that Suki is just trying to disparage him so that she can make out better in their divorce settlement. It's a he said, she said. Mm-hmm. About a year later, Sullivan is indicted by a grand jury for conspiracy to commit murder based on the phone records that like pay phone call and the recorded call where he Talked about the gun. Talked about the right? specific gun. The yeah, the nine millimeter. Okay. But the case was eventually dismissed by a judge for lack of evidence. So it doesn't mm. mean that it like it like didn't go to trial. So he can still be tried for Without it. A it won't jury. be like a double jeopardy thing. Oh, I get what you're
0: saying. He can be tried later if more evidence. Yeah, is Yeah, but the judge yeah, was okay. like,
1: "There's just not enough evidence. We can't. This can't actually go to trial." So as a response, <coughs> sorry. Okay, John, cut that. Okay. So as a response, God, funny. Are you allergic to the word response? Right? It just hit me in exactly the same spot again. Try to say yesterday. Yesterday is a hard word for me. So Sullivan represented himself in court. Oh, my God. He could have
0: been, this could have been a narcissist crimes yeah. guy. Taking like every box. The, the.
1: So, yeah. So, again, he is not a lawyer. He's no. never been to law school. He was a beverage distribution guy.
0: Air. Er, Air. Er, Heir. Er. Yeah. Heiress.
1: So a jury <laughs> found him liable for Alita's death and they awarded her parents $4 million from his estates. Fucking But he good. refuses to pay. Of course. Pretending to be broke. Mm-hmm. Yeah, moving all
0: of his money to an offshore account. Mm-hmm.
1: This isn't maybe entirely untrue. He's now tied up in like another costly divorce with Suki and she Mm. is demanding $9,000 a month in alimony. And That's a lot of money. Fucking boo-hoo. Also spends a lot of money as a fucking Rolls Royce. Mm -hmm. So finally, in 1998, 11 years after Lita's murder, an anonymous tip led Atlanta (gasps) police to a man named Philip Anthony Harwood. Oh, is it the killer? Harwood, who was now living in North Carolina, confessed oh. that Sullivan had paid him $25,000 to murder Lita. Ooh. The low
0: amounts of money that we will kill for as, as a human race. Right? so it's sad. Not
1: that much.
0: No, like twenty five dollars
1: at that time, but it's not like it was still the 30s.
0: Not, it was the late 80s. It's still not a
1: life-changing amount of money. Yeah. No. Not no. worth homicide. No. Right. So it now seemed that there was enough evidence to finally charge Sullivan with Lita's murder. But <sighs> when police went to arrest him, he was nowhere to be found. Oh, this Ooh. motherfucker. Where the fuck is he? I'll go Florida. now. <laughs> he had somehow been tipped off to the fact that Harwood was talking to investigators and he fled to Costa Rica.
0: Oh, I was I close. bet Harwood called him and was like, what the fuck, man?
1: Maybe. I like, don't know. I'm
0: not going down for this.
1: I don't know how he was tipped off. Hmm. The FBI put Sullivan on their 10 most wanted list, and he was eventually also featured on the TV show America's Most Wanted.
0: God, You could have used this case for so many things. Mm -hmm.
1: Sightings of him were reported in Venezuela and Panama, but he continued to evade authorities. He's just like popping around. Panama! After four (laughs) years on the lam... He was finally discovered in Thailand, living Thank in a God. beachfront condo with his new Thai wife. Oh, my God. It is this shocking, fucking guy. It's shocking how these people get
2: tracked down like mm-hmm. this.
0: Yeah. Fourth wife. And he's just collecting wives like Pokemon. Mm-hmm.
2: <laughs> wife was, go. Sul-
1: Seriously.
0: <laughs>
2: Sullivan was
1: arrested in July of 2002 but was not successfully extradited back to the U.S. to face trial until 2004. So I think he was sitting in a Thai prison for a little while, which which wouldn't be
0: fun. Yeah, that wouldn't be fun. I
1: might be begging for extradition at that point. Mm -hmm. So the hitman, Harwood, testified at the trial that he had met Sullivan two months before the murder when he had been working for a moving company that delivered a piano to Sullivan's mansion. That's how they met.
0: What a dick! He what was a snickish way
1: to meet. Young guy, young mover guy, and Sullivan yep. was like, "Hey, hey, want to kill someone for
0: not a lot of money?" Yeah. yeah. I just also think there's like nothing more pompous than, "Oh yes, I hired the piano delivery man who had sh- uh, appeared in my mansion." Yes.
1: To kill my. I couldn't possibly wife. go forward with this divorce. What would well, I do would with my look? piano? Oh. He looked like he could use a couple extra bucks. Oh my god! So Harwood had initially believed that Sullivan was joking when he told him he was looking for someone to take care of his wife. Uh huh. But then Sullivan asked him for his address, and soon this guy, this like young piano mover guy, received twelve thousand five hundred dollars in the mail as like a deposit.
2: Oh, hmm, gross. Harwood had
1: to. Well, he didn't have to, but he. yeah, Yeah. So Harwood he was
2: contractually obligated to. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Harwood then decided to take Sullivan up on his offer and enlisted two friends to help him concoct a plan. So now you're splitting 25 grand between three people.
2: Keep it to yourself. Don't spread yeah. that shit
1: around. They decided that Lita was unlikely to open the door to a strange man, but might be fooled by the charade of a flower delivery. Yep. Son of a bitch. I would yep. be I know. Any any Buddy would be. Yeah. Anybody. Yeah. After this plan proved successful, Harwood had called Sullivan from a pay phone to deliver the agreed upon code, which was Merry Christmas.
2: Ew. Heck. I don't like that. Was Not it anywhere around Christmas? It was January. Ugh. Oh, at least do happy new year. God.
1: Okay. So it also became public at trial that Harwood's former girlfriend, Belinda Trahan, had been the one to finally tip police off to his involvement. Mm. In another disturbing tidbit, it seems that Belinda may have been the one to suggest the flower delivery idea.
0: Okay, Belinda, what the fuck? Women should be supporting women. Yeah, I know. I mean, it's, but also...
1: It's a clever just- idea. She, she claims that she didn't believe that any of this was actually going to happen and, like, was spitballing. Oh, if we're just doing a a little brainstorm activity,
2: God knows we've done that.
0: Right. I know, but something about doing it with your part, your romantic partner about, who knows, potentially about their previous partner is a little creepy. Yeah. We don't don't know know the context. I don't know, but always snitch on your, on your ex man Yeah. Yeah. And under the right circumstances, your current man. Right. Just always snitch on men. Yeah. Snitch on men. Yes, all men.
1: <laughs> I came so around. She, she also claimed that she didn't believe that he had ever done it until she saw Sullivan personally deliver an envelope of cash to her boyfriend. And then she realized that the hit was real and had happened, is what she claims. Uh, ooh. Can you imagine that, like,
2: realization, that feeling? Yeah. So. Yeah.
1: Now they finally have a preponderance of evidence against his asshat, and the trial is two weeks long, and then the case goes to the jury. At the start of the deliberations, the jury was evenly split, Mm -hmm. and this probably had a lot to do with the fact that, like, Philip Harwood and Belinda were, like, not super reliable as witnesses. Like, they kind of got their stories confused Mm. on the stand a little bit, and they fucked up some details, and they just... Mm -hmm. Didn't seem that great under questioning. And Mm -hmm. Harwood at one point said that the mafia had ordered him to kill Lita.
0: Okay, that's like
1: the go-to. It wasn't me. Mm -hmm. So, but there was enough evidence that... Mm -hmm. That didn't Fucking Sullivan did this. Yeah. Yeah. So the jury was ultimately able to reach a unanimous verdict. And in March of 2006, almost two decades after her murder...
2: James Sullivan
1: was finally convicted of arranging Lita's murder and sentenced to life in prison without parole. Bye-bye. Philip Harwood, the hitman, pleaded guilty to manslaughter and was sentenced to 20 years in prison, but he has been released. He got out in 2018. Interesting. Hmm. Back to his piano-moving days. (sighs) God. And that is the case. Wow. Wow. That was a lot. That was nuts. Yeah. (laughs) It was a journey. That
0: was a real journey. Mm-hmm. I appreciate you sharing
1: it.
2: Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, well thanks see. to wow. our fan picker. Be careful when accepting the flower delivery. Oh, my God. Mm-hmm. Yeah. New fear unlocked. Don't Great. answer the door
1: unless it's from Books.com. Well, <laughs> they, <laughs> don't, if they just drop it at your door oh, in thank a package. God. They don't make
0: you talk to That's them. How it. That's should how it be. should be. Yeah. Yeah. Kind Another plug for Books. All right. Let's hear a word from our paying sponsors.
2: Yeah. <laughs> We've all heard of gut instinct, but have mm. you ever heard of butt instinct? Oh, I feel like
0: I inherently have this, but tell me more. Yeah.
2: So <laughs> it's when your butt tells you it wants new undies. Yep. So you know what? Listen to your butt. Mm-hmm. Luckily, we work with MeUndies, makers of the most buttery soft and sustainable undies, bralettes, and socks that exist on the entire planet. My mm-hmm. whole drawer is just MeUndies. Same. So make your booty and your whole body happy with items designed to make your life more comfortable. I'm I'm wearing them right now. Every Same. pair of underwear
0: in my drawer is now me undies. I, like, won't put anything else
2: on the downstairs. I also got a new pair in the mail today. They're
0: tie-dye and they're way cute. They're so cute. Uh, frankly, when I was trying on wedding dresses, I wore we- me undies to my shopping experience because I was like... I'm gonna wear these on my wedding day, so I'm not. I'm not doing, you know, the like lacy thong shapewear. I'm not doing a lacy thong. I'm not gonna like all of a sudden become a whole different person for my partner just because we're getting married. It's not happening. Be comfy. And I, yeah, I literally picked a dress that I could rock my me undies under and it's the best. So like join me. Let your skin sing a song of joy with undies, socks, <laughs> bralettes, like loungewear. I have the onesie pajamas. It's it's oh. heaven. It they all feel as if they're spun from silken clouds. Yes. They are guaranteed to be the softest stuff you've ever felt in your life. Their signature micromodal fabric is sustainable, breathable. It's stretchy as all heck. They have sizes available from extra small to 4XL. They have new colors and prints dropping... Weekly, So there's always something exciting to check out and try their free to join membership for free shipping on every order and exclusive perks like an item shipped to your door every month. I have that. Yep. I just like get the gift of underwear monthly. I love it. Secret sales, early access to their newest stuff. I know in the past they've done some like members only patterns that are really cute. I'm obsessed.
2: Yes. So Me Undies has a great offer for our listeners. For any first-time purchasers, you get 20% off plus free shipping and returns. So to Mm -hmm. get 20% off your first order, free shipping, and a 100% satisfaction guarantee, go to MeUndies.com slash gals, G-A-L-S. That's MeUndies.com slash gals. And listen to your butt instinct. Yep, listen to it. So your hair, my hair, Amanda's hair, Kenyon's hair, everyone's hair is completely unique to you, to us. Some of us more than others. And so it needs products that address your hair's specific needs. And Mm -hmm. that is where Function of Beauty steps in.
0: It's amazing. It's so customizable. I mean, I talk about this all the time. I have a hodgepodge of things going on. I want to promote Growth. I want to promote fullness. I want to promote moisture. I also have to protect color. I also have hair that isn't my hair. Protect the the glue. Yeah, there's a lot going on. And Function of Beauty is the world's first fully customizable hair care that creates individually filled shampoos, conditioners, styling products, treatment formulas, all based on your hair, how it is right now, and also the goals you have for where you want your hair to go and grow. So it's founded by a dream team of engineers and cosmetic scientists, and each Function of Beauty product is individually designed to be as unique as you are. Function of Beauty, okay, if you think that you won't find a formula for you, guess again. <laughs> because they, it. yeah, they offer over 54 trillion possible formulations. <laughs> Every one of them is I know it's so many that it sounds like a joke, but it's really not a joke. Like, they did the math. Every one of them is vegan and cruelty-free. They never use sulfates or parabens. You can also go completely silicone-free and scent-free if you just don't want to deal with any scented products. It's like they have something for everyone. And here's how you do it. First, you take the quick hair quiz to build your hair profile, and you select five hair goals like lengthening, volumizing, oil control. You know, maybe your hair changes up its behavior in like winter or summer. Maybe it gets frizzy in the winter, but maybe it's oily in the summer. Function of beauty formulations are meant to be changed up when your needs change. And it's so easy to do that. Then you choose your color and your fragrance, or you can go dye and fragrance free, like we said before. And then you get your freshly filled formula delivered straight to your door and you prepare for good hair days ahead.
2: So say goodbye to generic hair care for good today. Go to functionofbeauty.com gals25, G-A-L-S-2-5 to take your hair goals quiz and you'll save 25% on your first order. Go to functionofbeauty.com slash gals25 to let them know you heard about it from our show and to get 25% off your first order One more time, that's functionofbeauty.com slash gals25 to take your hair quiz and save 25% on your first order and treat your hair needs.
0: Treat them. Are you ready for my case? Mm -hmm. Yeah.
2: All
0: right. Well, when I wrote this, I still thought the topic was killer florists specifically. So I, I had wanted to do a case that was like a little different from that topic. And while I love the idea of a murderous actual florist, I was more fascinated by murderous flowers themselves. <laughs> <laughs> and I wanted to find like a Floral Victorian era. Ties. Yeah, I wanted to find like a Victorian era case of a woman killing her husband with like a deadly lady slipper yes. or some shit.
2: glove.
0: Yeah, it was A Little fox.
2: Little fox. A little slipper for
0: a fox. I'm a little bit rock and roll. <laughs> so I Didn't find exactly that fit, but I did find a case from 2009 that has love, scorn, and a deadly flower. Oh, okay. So, Lakvir Singh and Lakvinder, or Lucky Chima, had been lovers for 15 years. Wow, where do these people live? I'm going to get to it. Oh, good. They didn't live together, and it was not out in the open that they were together, which we will get to, but... They were together on the down low. Okay. They were living in South Hall, West London. So you know what that means. <gasps> geography. Time for some geography. Yes. But also they are they are of Indian, Asian Indian descent. Okay. So, but they live in London. Okay. So Southall was west of Shepherd's Bush. <laughs> Gross. East of Cockpole Green. <laughs> 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 Get South- that looked at.
2: <laughs> yeah,
0: it's not safe. South of Cockernhoe and, <laughs> and north of The Bar. These are all just dicks. Dicks there is surrounded a town- by pubes. There's a town in the UK called just called The Bar. Like the bar. I'm going down I'm going down to the bar for a pint.
2: If you've passed the bar, you've gone too far. far. (laughs) Literally, isn't that amazing?
0: Anyway, things were like happy and copacetic between them until 2012 when Lucky's family, tired of waiting for the 39-year-old to choose a bride, his sister took matters into her own hands. And she called him up one day and said she had a match in mind that she wanted him to meet, a young woman named Gurjeet Chung, who was 17 years his junior. So he are, was 39 and she was like 23 years old. Are Lakvir and Lucky both men? And that's no. why... Oh. Lakvir is a woman. Okay. Lucky is a man. And Gurjeet is a woman.
2: Okay. Okay. Yep. Okay. So this wasn't a homosexual relationship. That's that not was why not. they were keeping it a secret.
0: No, it was not. Okay. So we're going to get to right now why they were keeping it a secret. Great. So Lakvir did not like this, that her, her man was going to marry another woman. No. Despite the fact that she herself was already married, had three children, and her husband was battling cancer, Lakveer.
1: Yeah. Well, she'd been having this affair for a long time. Exactly. Yeah, fifteen. The cancer 15 was years. probably incidental. Oh, right,
0: right. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So when Lucky agreed to marry Gurjeet, Lakveer lost her shit and threatened to burn his house down. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> she didn't I mean, do that. Yeah. But she did take a trip home to India, seemingly to cool off with family. Okay. What she actually did in India was her fucking research.
2: (laughs) Gather the receipts.
0: Yeah. Well, gather something. So... Aconitum or Aconite, Monk's Hood, Wolf's Bane, Leopard's Bane, Mouse Bane, Women's Bane, Devil's Helmet, Queen of Poisons or Blue Rocket,
1: Devil's Helmet,
0: Devil's Helmet. Women's is a, bane. Women's bane. All sorts
1: of banes.
0: It's a beautiful herbaceous perennial plant that grows wild in North America, Europe, and Asia.
1: And that means what? you have to plant it again and again every year. I'm kidding. No, I it not. doesn't.
0: <laughs> that We've been over this. Wait, I still don't know. No, no. Perennial Perennial is it'll come back. back. Yep, yeah, because it's through the years. Yeah. Annual, it won't grow back. It's only one you gotta year. Gotta do it every year, annually. Mm-hmm. You have to do it annually. Yeah, moving on. While some of these plants can be handled, like there's different types under this family of aconitum, sorry, there are different little slight variations of it, just like with any other flower. Mm -hmm. While some of these plants can be handled carefully and used in floral arrangements without danger, the majority are extremely toxic Hmm. because they contain a chemical element called aconitine. So from Wikipedia, aconitine is a potent neurotoxin and... Cardiotoxin that causes, I'm so high, persistent depolarization of neural sodium, neuronal, neuronal, excuse me, sodium channels in tetradotoxin-sensitive tissues. The influx of sodium through these channels and the delay in their repolarization increases their excitability and may lead to diarrhea, convulsions, ventricular arrhythmia, and death. Marked symptoms may appear almost immediately, usually not later than one hour. And with large doses, death is almost instantaneous. Death usually occurs within two to six hours in fatal poisoning of 20 to 40 milliliters of tincture may prove fatal. Nice. The initial signs are gastrointestinal, including nausea, vomiting, and diarrhea. This is followed by a sensation of burning, tingling, and numbness in the mouth and face and of the burning in the abdomen. Nice. End quote. Nice. Wow.
2: Hold on. If you are
0: allergic to aconitine.
2: (laughs) Transvaginal mash. (laughs) This plant does not fuck (laughs) around. Wow.
1: Did it. All right, so 20 to 40 milliliters can prove fatal. (laughs)
0: Yeah.
1: What is it?
2: I mean, we don't even know what milliliters of, like, what. Uh, I think, like... What's even a milliliter? We don't know. If you like crush it and make a liquid
1: from it. Yeah. Yeah. So (laughs) the area where Lockheer was
0: traveling in India like had this plant pretty much in abundance. So she carefully got to picking. Love it. Love it. Love it. Love it. She ground the plant down so as to bring it back to the UK in a sealed container without detection. And as someone who has flown with drugs in my checked luggage many times, this would be incredibly easy to do. Internationally even.
2: Even even in
1: a post 9-11 world. (laughs)
2: Don't do
1: that. Don't sneak plants across international borders. Or don't tell us
2: before
1: you do it. Wait
0: until later so Kenya doesn't freak out.
1: So I dumped um, mine in
0: the
2: garbage can. I'm so mad I would have taken yours. Anyway. It. I know I dumped like f- probably sixty bucks worth of mushrooms no! in the garbage can. I got I nervous. It. It's okay. I get it. It's not and if you're nervous. If you're nervous, yeah.
0: If you're nervous, you're gonna give yourself away. It's not so worth you, did the, it. you did the right thing. It's not worth it. I clearly got high before getting on that plane. Yeah, totally fine the whole time.
2: <laughs> if I were smart, I would have just shoved it in my mouth. <laughs> Swalt, tip tipping a bag. Oh, this Whoa. is a great airport. <laughs> <laughs> I love Vancouver. Honestly, it's amazing. Anyway,
0: yeah, you like walk through a like a like a like a forest
2: tunnel. You walk through like a museum it's exhibit. It's ridiculous. It has, it has soundscapes. I it's unbelievable. I love it.
0: Yeah, it's gorgeous. Anyway, so she grinds it down. She <laughs> flies it or trains it back. No one gives a fuck. Under the guise of wanting to make amends and move forward as friends, possibly, or even just, like, to keep hooking up, it's kind of unclear Mm -hmm. why they got together on this particular day. But we'll get to some evidence later in this case that could sway what your thoughts are on the reason behind their meeting. Yeah, or just the reason behind them even getting together in the first place. So they agreed to meet, and Lockvier is like, I'm going to cook for you. And Lucky's like, okay, I love your cooking. I've had 15 years of your cooking. Sounds great. So she had laced the food that she prepared with the aconite and watched him consume what she hoped would be his last meal.
2: And these are the two lovers of 15 years? Mm -hmm. Yep. Wow. But he's marrying somebody else and she's pissed. I know. I mean, I know, but like, Mm
0: -hmm. wow. Okay. Yeah. So Lucky almost immediately started feeling ill. And when his symptoms escalated, he went to the hospital. It's a quote from The Guardian. Sing, so Lockheer, went with him and stayed by his bedside each day. It was there that Chong, the... uh, Gurjeet. the fiancé, realized there had been a relationship and, like, warned her off, was like, fuck off, we're getting married, like, go away. Mm. Lucky was discharged after a week, but doctors were unable to definitively say what had caused the illness, even though he suspected, and so did Gurjeet, of what had caused his illness. But the hospital couldn't confirm it. They were like, it could be food poisoning. That just was really Mm -hmm. fucking bad. Yeah. So Gurjeet was not fucking around and fully suspected Lakvir of poisoning her fiance. Mm -hmm. She said, quote, I knew she was jealous of my relationship with Lockvinder. So lucky. I told her not to interfere in our lives any longer. I told her to forget everything that had gone on in the past. But she said, I cannot forget the feelings that I have. So they'd had the, the two women They're were having kind of a, a Brandy and Monica moment yeah. in the <laughs> hospital. Got it. Uh, so having failed at killing him and now with no way to get him to, like, agree to see her, let alone
1: mm. eat with her again. Yeah. How's she going to yeah. fill him with more poison? Yeah. yeah.
0: She decided to step it up. Lockveer snuck into the home. That like one report said that he shared this home with Gurjeet. I don't think that's actually true because they were engaged but not married, and they both came from devout Sikh families that would not have been supportive of them well, living together. Well,
1: maybe she lived in a different room and she there did. was a chaperone. Or a I, I also think
0: it's possible they had different apartments. Either yeah. way, she was she was there a lot of the time. Yeah. They're they're engaged, so. Lakvir sneaks into the apartment while they're out. She does this on January 27th, 2009. This is just over two weeks before the couple are, are set to wed on Valentine's Day. They have a special wedding date. They're mm-hmm. getting married on Valentine's Day of 2009. Lakvir went into their fridge and spiked a leftover curry with even more of the aconite, knowing that they would be eating the leftovers within about 24 she's she's gonna hours. It's going to kill them both. It's too.
2: Ugh. Yep. Spiking the leftovers. Yeah.
0: She snuck back out undetected, or well, as far as she knew undetected anyway, undetected by them, before the couple returned home and sat down to a meal of leftover curry. They felt unwell very soon after eating it and both laid down on the couch together. Ganjeet said, quote, Lucky ate more than I. After that, he had a second helpings. Lucky said to me, I'm not feeling very well. My face has become numb and when I touch it, I cannot feel it.
1: Oh, no, he that's said not that food everyth- poisoning.
0: It's, no, and that would be, I mean, we'll get to more of the symptoms, but, like, that's this scary. would be a fucked up way to go. It's a neurological. It's re- it's everything. It's really fucking bad. Mm. So he said that he said that everything seemed to be going dark. He could not see anything and was losing feeling in his body. Uh. She said he was touching his tongue and could not feel anything. He was having to support himself, like he couldn't sit up. He said, I think this problem is because of the food we've eaten. I was feeling the same. Everything was going dark. I began to feel dizzy. It was difficult to stand up. My tummy was hurting. Lucky used his last bit of strength to call an ambulance, and they were found on the couch holding each other, unable to move. Gurjeet later testified that she was unable to walk, that she lost her sense of touch, that she couldn't keep her eyes or mouth open. Lucky was completely unresponsive. They
2: were, like, paralyzed almost.
0: Yeah. Yup.
2: Well, yeah, the heart affects...
0: Which is part of the poison. The brain and the heart. Well, yeah. So they were rushed... This part's really sad. They were rushed to West Middlesex Hospital for treatment, and on the way, Gurjeet tried to reach out for Lucky's hand, but she couldn't move. She was trying to, like, hold his hand in the ambulance.
1: They, like, really had, like, a relationship. I think she... Was
0: like she? She was young, and yes, the marriage was arranged. But I think she was like excited to get married. She was getting yeah. to know she him. She wanted yeah, to that, make it
1: work. He wanted to yeah, make she it cared work. You about about have a
0: bond, right. Exactly. She. I, I. don't know how bonded. I'm making assumptions, but he was. We'll. We'll kind of get. Well, to Well, they make, were was, hanging
1: out together, eating together. She, she she you
0: know, was, was more was bonded to, to him. Be married. Yes, she was definitely bonded to him more than he was bonded to her. Mm. That much we know. And we'll kind of get to it, but, why. It's but yes, still,
2: like that—it's really th- fucking sad. Like that's their fate, that's their future—is to be together. Go, going, like, yeah, and yeah. it's
0: slipping away right before her fucking eyes, oh, and she can't even goddamn move. Sad. I mean, it, it's horrifying. Gurjeet was put into a medically induced coma as part of her treatment and recovery, and she was awakened two days later with no memory of what had happened. Not like, to make
1: light of this woman's trauma and what no, she but went that through, sounds but I like a
0: vacation right now. Would
1: freaking <laughs> love that until
2: it's everybody knows <laughs> how i
0: feel about a medically induced coma i want one this should be offered as a service mm-hmm. i would never want anyone to be put into one for these reasons right i, I wish we could just do it's it a voluntary as an elective it's a
2: therapeutic yeah. retreat yes mm-hmm. yes
1: i just want to be cryogenically put yeah. on pause they used to like take to the waters i want to yep. take to the medical coma yep.
2: i want to wake up with a fresh Manny petty mm-hmm. yep 1,000%. So,
0: yeah, she wakes up. She, she like, I think she has pretty foggy memory of that entire day, of the day that she ate the food, until she kind of comes out of it, and then she can, like, remember having dinner. And then after having dinner is when things start to go dark, and she doesn't remember... The ambulance coming. Mm-hmm. She doesn't remember like waking up in the. She just wakes mm-hmm. up in the hospital two days later and is like, "What the fuck happened? I was being yeah. curry twenty minutes ago." So mm-hmm. scary. It's
2: a cross situation. Yeah. <laughs> lucky, unfortunately,
0: wasn't so lucky. He was pronounced dead within an hour of arriving at the hospital.
2: Oh my god! Oh, shit. Uh,
0: yeah, no it happened he didn't fast. Hold her
2: hand back.
0: I mean, he was completely paralyzed. This is like a particularly awful way to die because victims of aconite poisoning experience violent nausea, vomiting, paralysis, organ failure, like very painful death while remaining conscious and cognitively aware throughout. So you know and feel everything that's happening to you and you can't even open your eyes or your mouth. You can't do anything about it. You just feel it silently. You can't scream you can't complain. It, it's just like Shit, man. Wha- new, like new fear, fucking unlocked. Yeah. Even though this, this is not like a, a weed that grows in in your yard. Like, and even though I didn't say it, yeah, yeah, I gave this fear to myself. <laughs> but like, that is honestly has to be one of the worst ways to die ever. That's torture for the last hours of your life. Shit! Thank God it happens like really fast. It's not like days of your life necessarily without medical intervention. I mean, but, like, hours is enough. It's enough. It would feel like an eternity. So, so scary. It's like locked in syndrome with fucking pain and organ failure that you are feeling as it's happening. Ugh. I just can't. So Lockveer pleaded not guilty of murder and attempted murder. And during her trial at the Old Bailey in 2010, pointed the finger at Lucky's brother-in-law, Ver- Verinder, or Verinder, excuse me, for the crime. So this actually was kind of a solid attempt at a defense. Because Verinder, a devout Sikh, was furious to discover that Gurjeet and Lucky had been intimate before their wedding and had even called and, like, made threats to both her and Lucky, which we'll get to more in a a moment here.
1: Dear God, keep your religion to yourself.
0: I know.
2: It's like, it is, it's. You know what's done is done. You don't have to harass each well, other. Your I brother's fucking dead. His fiance is almost dead. This is what you're going to get pissed about. Jesus. Well, he was pissed
1: before the death. Yeah, like. yeah, they're they're
0: they're pointing the finger at him as potentially the murderer uh, because he was so I he thought, had been calling them and making threats while they were alive. I thought
2: he expressed his pissedness after. No, no, no. The fact. He okay.
0: he had like popped off on on Lucky because they like
2: dared
1: to be intimate before. Yeah they were engaged before they were married got it
0: precisely but yeah
1: keep
2: your keep your religious morals to your fucking self exactly
0: and Lockveer knew about this because as we'll get to in a moment here their relationship continued after Lucky and Gurjeet had gotten engaged Mm -hmm. so Lockveer was like oh I'm gonna fucking try to blame this guy Mm -hmm. because like she's gonna confirm Gurjeet's gonna confirm that this guy was like losing his shit on them because he fucking was yeah of course so the trial was incredibly rough on grieving Gurjeet as text messages re- revealed that her late fiance had indeed continued his affair with Lockheer after they had become engaged. So this is like mm-hmm. a chunk of court transcript that was in the Daily Mail. Quote, under cross-examination today, Miss Chu or Cho, excuse me, was read a series of romantic text messages sent by Mr. Chima, Lucky, to sing Lockheer after the engagement by defense barrister, Sir Desmond De Silva, barrister. he said, quote, I am sorry to have to put these matters to you. Would you agree with me that it looks as if Lockvinder Chima was, oh, sorry, Lockvinder Chima, I'm so high and the names start the same and I'm getting mixed <laughs> up, was cheating behind your back, doesn't it? A tearful Miss Cho replied, having read these messages, it would seem so. Yeah. She told jurors, "Mr. Chima had said the affair with Singh had ended three years before their relationship started, but she discovered it was continuing." Mm. "You were deeply hurt," said Mr. De Silva. "Yes," said Miss Cho. "When you raised the matter with him, did he deny the relationship with Mrs. Singh was continuing?" continued the barrister. "Yes," said Miss Cho. Mm. In a text message he sent to sing on her birthday in October of 2008, Mr. Chima wrote, You be my loved and I will give you all my love. And he was with Gurjeet at that point. Mm. In a further message sent after his engagement to Miss Cho in December, he said, I wait with hope for the night we meet each other in a dream. Therefore, Lucky Chima had really told you a number of lies, the principal one of which is that you would be the only woman in his life after the engagement, said Mr. De Silva. Yes, said Mr. It Trout. sounds like he's trying to pin it on Gurjeet. This is the prosecution that's cross-examining her. Mm-hmm. And so this, I think he's laying the, fo- he's you were about to get to it, but he's laying the foundation to support that Lucky was not like the innocent victim mm-hmm. that he appears to be, and that Lucky's brother also had like strong opinions and anger issues. And so there could have been bad blood between the brother and you guys considering all of this like illicit behavior mm-hmm. and this was the brother then that took out you know right
2: so he's kind of just trying to like break up and to, fragment all of these right relationships and to to i just know to say that might be doubt with all the trust between precisely
0: and i know that this is the uk so it might be different than it is in the u.s but f- the defense No, this is the defense cross examining her, like defending uh, Miss Singh, Mrs. Singh. So the defense doesn't have to provide an alternative to who killed him. The defense only has to make it seem beyond all reasonable doubt that she didn't kill him. So he can make the jury feel like, hey, this other possibility is out there. And without having to essentially bring Verinder to trial right there in that room, can plant that seed of doubt. doubt. Exactly, to make it not as easy to put her away. Right. That's all that the defense has to do. Right. And that's what they're trying to do. So she agreed that Mr. Chima's behavior could be seen by, some, and their behavior as a couple, could be seen by some Sikh families as a great scandal. And his brother-in-law, Verinder, had spoken to her just hours before his death. Mm-hmm. Did he ask you if you were pregnant, said Mr. Da Silva. Was he angry and was he swearing a lot? Yes, Ms. Cho replied. Did he use the words "I am go- going to cover my hands with Lucky's blood, and only then my aggression and my anger will calm down"? Asked the barrister. Yes, she said. Ooh, so she confirmed oh that he was God. saying shit like that. Okay.
2: Mister De Silva.
0: Pissed. Yeah, he was really pissed. Mister De Silva continued. At one thirty p.m. on January twenty seventh, Verinder was making quite clearly a threat to kill. Miss mm. Cho said yes, and that happens to be the same day mm. that you know. Shit.
1: So Miss, it was Mrs. Singh broke into or the apartment. It her. It was
0: not. It was not the brother. But it was does look, it was look not bad the brother. for him. But it looks bad for him. And I only really included this as context for understanding why Lockveer is like, yeah, Verinder fucking did it mm. because they knew that this shit was going down. Like oh. she knew that this shit was going down in the family, and this was her defense. Like this was going to be her way out. Stop. Smart. But witnesses could put Lockveer at the apartment. That Lucky and Gurjeet had dinner in, like his it's apartment, on the day they fell ill. And investigators found a container of brown powder in her purse that tested positive for aconite. She claimed this was a medicinal treatment for a rash on her neck.
1: And they're like, well, that rash is about to get a lot worse. Right. Right. <laughs> That was sussed out real quick as absolute bullshit. It's not a topical treatment,
2: you fucking psycho.
0: And further testing on the powder revealed it to be, like, a very specific, like, indigenous to India aconite, Mm -hmm. which matches the region from which she picked the flowers to make the poison. Mm -hmm. Cool. So on February 10th, 2010, she was found guilty of murder and grievous bodily harm, but acquitted of the attempted murder charge for the previous poisoning of Lucky that he had survived because, like we said, there hadn't been enough medical evidence to say, yes, he was poisoned at that time. So they had tried to get her on three charges, mm-hmm. murder for him, attempted murder, for or like, grievous bodily harm for Gurjeet. And attempted murder from his right. from the previous poisoning, but they acquitted her of the attempted right. murder. Okay, but she was sentenced to life in prison with a minimum of thirty years, and she remains in prison in the UK. Wow! wow. wow. Isn't that nuts? That's this a crazy kind of case.
2: aligns with our forensic botany a little mm-hmm. bit. It totally does. Okay. All our cases really like mm-hmm. crust reached of
0: over genres. and held hands, if you will.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Well done. Fucking wild. wild. And yeah, special, it was fascinating. This is a great app. But special mm-hmm. thanks to our fan picker, Alyssa Grogan of Rogue Rogue. Co. Com. Oh, I've saved your website. And yeah. uh, thank you all so much, and we'll talk to you next week. Yeah, we yeah, caref- will. Be careful
2: gardening. Oh, my God. <laughs> Bye-bye.